Hey guys, welcome to Candid Convos. I'm your host, Cam. I wanted to check in with you guys and do the update about our show, Married at First Sight Season 12. This season was about, you know, the retreat, um, the retreat episode. Very interesting episode is where all the couples gather together at like a retreat house and they're to, you know, they, they stay together. So yeah, um... First couple, Brianna and Vincent. I'm still very concerned about them. I feel like they don't communicate well, and they really need to invest in having some really serious mediation and counseling because they don't, it's almost uncomfortable. They love to always be like, oh, we're doing really well. They're not doing as well as they think they are. And I think that they really got a lot of unsaid things. And that's not a good place to be. And they very early on in their relationship. Vincent's communication skills, I mean, like the average man, are not so great. But his are really, 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 really out of tune. I don't know. Maybe as a kid, he was forced to do things he didn't want to do. Or he was something. I think he has a really bad case of some type of anxiety or something. Because Brianna, um, her thing is I want to force him to do things out of his comfort zone, but I think that she needs to chill and really communicate well with him. He's not a person who is into surprises, and she's into surprises. She has to realize that she has to respect his boundaries, because she took him on a horseback ride. I give him credit. He was a sport. He went with it. I give it to him, but you can't do that to people. It's a reason why people don't like things, and you have to respect that, and I think that also Brianna once again, an alpha female, very assertive, very strong, you know, very independent, it comes off to Vincent as not respecting him as a man, and I think that that's what those things mean to him. I mean, like I always said, it's going to be a challenge for them because she is a self-made woman. She doesn't need any financial assistance. She doesn't need a man. And that's hard because men need to be needed. And especially depending on the kind of man, culturally, they need to be the head of their household and respected as the man of their household. And I think that they're going to struggle with that. Because his thing is, you know, I said what I say. And she's like, oh, no, well, maybe not. It's not, I don't know if that's going to work for them. I don't know. I think that they can make it, absolutely. But Vincent... Like I always say, he needs someone personally to talk to, and they need somebody to talk to together, because they don't communicate, and see, what they do is, they don't talk about it, and then it becomes these smiles and these very awkward, silent conversation. Vincent's face tells everything that's wrong all the time. You got to do better. God, I got to do better because it's not going to work. They, like, it's going to be a lot of passive-aggressive interactions, and that's not the way to be. And Vincent, he shuts the fuck down. Last time, remember, he got his bag. He was going to leave over something stupid. It wasn't even nothing. I forgot what they was talking about that time about, was it the champagne bottle, the champagne that spilled? And he was literally packing his bag to go home. Like, it just... It doesn't match. It's a lot of things going on there that they're not even revealing. 
And do I think they're going to choose each other? Yes. I do think that they are in heavy, like, maybe they think it's love. I don't think they're in love. I think they're in, like, like heavy, like, I think they like each other. I think that they're attracted to each other. I think that they look good together. Um, I do think they're going to choose each other. However, to have a good marriage, you got to do some work. And I think that they got a lot of work ahead of them. And I give them grace because they just learn. They don't even know each other. So learning learning somebody and being married, that's a big task. And he always talking about baby shit. Y'all don't work. The one thing y'all don't need is a baby. Y'all need to wait because y'all don't even know each other. Y'all can't even communicate about spill um, um champagne. And y'all want to have a baby? That's a disaster. So hopefully they'll get what they need. But Vincent and Brianna, their communication is lacking, like, heavily. And they and they are brushing it under the carpet like, oh no, oh it's fine. No, it's not though. Um, Eric and Virginia, I I think that they need to hang it up. I do. I think that um, yeah, I think that Eric is never changing. Eric is who he is. He believes what he believes. That's all. I do think that he. He tried to, um, he does try to compromise, but I think that his efforts are in vain because Virginia is so immature. She doesn't even understand the things that he's discussing. She don't understand that you shouldn't be at a club in a drunken stupor as a married woman. She don't understand that. She don't understand that this man has a medical reaction, allergic reaction to a cat and that he's even willing for her to keep the cats, but she don't want them in the bedroom. She thinks that that's unreasonable. It'll never work. It'll never work. She doesn't understand what life is about. She's very immature. That's what happened when you date a child. Grow the fuck up, Eric. Y'all want these little girls. They so hot. But then when you get a hot girl for a wife, then you mad. Nah, that's what you signed up for. So no, I think that Virginia need to go out and and go, Virginia need to be about by herself some more. Virginia is not ready to be nobody's wife. She's not ready. And even in this life she's going to get with him, she can't even make that work. You got literally a part-time marriage. Your husband's going a week or two out the month. So you all you got to do is deal with his ass for two weeks. Y'all can't even get along and deal with each other for two weeks. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And I feel like the bad thing is Virginia and Eric are going to choose each other out of for the wrong reasons. Virginia's going to choose him because it's somebody. It's a body. It's somebody to be there for her. You can see her relationship with her parents both estranged. She wants somebody to cling on to. She wants to be a part of something. But she doesn't want to. She doesn't know how to be a wife or to be a person. She don't even know how to be a woman. Forget a wife. She don't even know how to be a woman. I think that Virginia needs to be single. Stay single and really do a lot of soul searching for herself. She's not ready. Eric and her get married. They're going to be miserable. They are going to be miserable because, number one, Virginia is fighting for her independence and to be seen. So anything that Eric presents to her, even something that is sensible and makes sense, she's always going to reject it because she feels like by rejecting it, it's making her be feel, oh, oh, he's not gonna, I'm not gonna do that, so I'm gonna just say no. Oh, I'm gonna just do that. No, it don't go like that. 
she don't even understand that that's that's silly. I don't. I think that they really should just respectfully run from each other. I do. I do. I don't. And I don't think that even in even all the counseling in the world, I don't think it's gonna help her understand that you got to compromise. How dare you have a two cats in a bed where y'all both sleep? And you know what I mean? Got an allergic reaction to that. You want him to take medication so your cats can sleep in the crevices of your body. Huh? That alone is why Eric should be probably packing his suitcase. But see, people be for the shenanigans. That It's going to be a disaster. She always miserable. She's an alcoholic. You see now, she told him, do not discuss alcohol on this camera. Now, you never see her really drink anything but like a wine glass. She had that little secret cup. I'm sure it wasn't no goddamn water in that cup. Probably was a bottle of wine in there. All her margarita glasses is extra tall. She has a substance abuse problem. It is not addressed. She has major mental health problems that are not addressed. And it's a and it's a thing and it's a problem. And I don't like the fact that all of the experts. No one has commented. I don't like that. Because y'all said, but you know, they did say, this is the pandemic picking. I'm, I'm assuming. This is a mess. Eric and Virginia really need to stay away from each other. It's time. It's time to go. Um, yeah, this whole season, this season is a disaster. I'm sorry. They they need to they need to give the people a re, a, a redo. All the people with the marriages that did not work, they need a redo. I think that they need to give Paige another chance because her whole shit was fucked up and derailed by that clown, um, this guy Chris, and he playing games with that fake baby. Ain't never no fucking baby ever was there. Okay, don't even get me started on that. So um yeah, so now Jacob and Haley. Why are we at a retreat? If I got to go to the retreat and drive five hours separately in a different car because I can't stand you that much, why am I going to a retreat with you? Why? A check, maybe. Nothing to do, maybe. But, like, seriously, they both went. It's so sad. Like, I was like, okay. So then they played the couples game. And won the fucking game. Because guess what they've been doing? Not having sex. Not doing nothing but talking, asking questions, trying to figure shit out. That's the good quality. They listened to each other. They knew everything about each other. They got all them questions right. I was impressed. Do I feel like that's enough to carry them into a relationship? No. I think too much has happened. Too much has happened. I don't think it's a recovery period. I think it's done. I think that it's okay to say, you know, this was cool, but I'm done. Yeah, I think that they're done there. Yeah. There's nothing else to do. I know they want a little game was cute. Y'all still went to sleep in separate beds. It's not going to work. Haley and Jacob. You should go home after your next five-hour um, drive back home. Pack your shit and go home. Yeah. 
Or I guess you probably got to show up to decision day. Show up to decision day and say, listen, lady, you was cool. You know, we just ain't for each other. You ain't got to hate each other. Y'all might be good friends. Y'all might be friends, but Haley don't like you. She thinks she better than you. So you probably can't be friends with her because she bougie, a bougie bitch. Y'all know how I feel, so don't get me started. But, yeah, I think that it's a wrap. And then she come here and breaks the him. He was like, thank you. That's right, Jacob. $800. $800 is a lot of money. Just because there's no, no, no money to you, you're going to go sit my $800 bracelet somewhere and I gave it to you as my wife, as a gesture in good faith of a um good marriage. And this shit is blowing up in a disaster like this. Get my fucking, you better get my bracelet back. I am not mad at Jacob. Good job, Jacob. My mom overnighted it. Thank you. I don't care what she did. Thank you. And it's going right in my bag. Goodbye. I think it's done. It's done. And I love when they was going at it at the table. It's needed. It's needed. No, don't get on here, Haley, trying to get some sympathy. No, fuck you. You treated him like shit, and he like, fuck you, too. I'm treating you like shit, too. And he never cursed out. He never called that bitch, but he was giving her He was giving her that shit back. That's the one thing. Jacob, I lo- he, when he and his feelings, he's been to therapy. You can tell Jacob's been to therapy because he's very clear on his feelings. He's very good at expressing them. He will tell you exactly how the fuck he feels. That is one thing about him. But I said, listen, go to decision day. Miss, it was cool. I thought it was going to work. It ain't work. Goodbye. Vice versa. You and your passport. Goodbye. And keep it moving. They don't need to even try to act like they're going to go further. It's a mess. After eight weeks, y'all still can't even sleep in a bed together. And I ain't say have sex. Y'all can't even get in the bed together? It's not, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. That's done. I think it's done. Um, Yeah, and we are moving on. Because there's nothing else. It's, wait, it's nothing else here to talk about. Um, Clara and Ryan. Ciao. <sighs> ciao, ciao, ciao. Ryan. I don't know. He tried to, <laughs> he tried to switch the game up with that little letter. I'm not buying it. I'm still not buying it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that Ryan knows how thirsty Clara is for that I love you, and he ain't going to do it until he's good and ready. And we don't even know if he's good and ready because he's never said it. They, they, She said and before he's been in relationships for a year plus. And never said I love you. I don't feel like he. I think he's going to be feel obligated to say it at decision day. I'm not sure. Ryan is an odd bird. I can't really read him. Um. Yeah. Clara is a. I, Clara is scared. She acts so different around him. It's almost like she needs to run and get away from him to even talk freely. It's very weird. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't have anything to say about them. I'm very concerned. It's something I'm waiting for the ball to drop or the other shoe to drop. Something's up. He wrote her a love letter that said, um, oh, yeah, and Haley and Jacob little love letter thing. That was cool. But it ain't going to work still. But it was cool. Um, yeah, okay, so now I'm back to these two. Um, he said, love, Ryan. 
Clara cried again with her long, overly speaking words. She's so crazy. Um, the love Ryan wasn't enough for her. I felt like that was Ryan trying to help her out because <laughs> she is thirsty for that love. Um, yeah, and she still ain't. She that wasn't enough for her. She was like, "I need you to say I am in love with you." And I feel like that's unrealistic from a man who has never said I love you to anybody ever, even in an independent relationship. I think that that's another group of people. If they want to have a happy life, they should not stay together. But I see the dependency. Clara's going to stay. She's used to being in abused relationships and be unhappy. So she's going to stay anyway because she's looking for a home. She's looking for that. She's looking for that. Ryan, I don't know. He's a really religious person. No one has ever just told what's the religion. I really want to know. So I think he's going to stay based on what? Like covenant marriage purposes? I don't know. They're going to stay together. I think they're going to be miserable too. I don't know. It's just not good. <laughs> like I don't even, it's not a good thing. But yeah, they, their communication, they always, they have their physical you know, I look at their body language. They always with each other. They hold hands. They kind of lean into each other. And I feel like it's not only Clara. I think he does the same thing with her. I think he's really an uncomfortable person. And I think maybe the cameras makes him even more uncomfortable because he's worried about his perception. But my thing is, why the fuck to come on TV? Don't be shy of cameras. If, you are, if that's your issue, don't come to a TV love show, a reality one at that. So I don't know. I'm not a person who's usually at a loss for content on a person. I'm a little lost with because I'm trying to figure out where's the gotcha. I'm I'm a little confused. So yeah, will they stay married? They will. Will they be happy? That's questionable. Um, because Clara keeps saying if he don't tell me he loves me. I'm going to leave. No, you're not. Because you stayed in mad, abusive, physically abusive relationships and didn't leave. And the people who abused you left you. So that's how I know you're not leaving. So, yeah. The whole thing is about to be a big shit show. However, I am intrigued to see how this plays out. Um, yeah. That's, 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 that's about it. That is about it. Trying to get everybody. Mm. Yeah, Eric Virginia, Clara Ryan, Haley Jacobs, and Vincent and Brianna. That's it. Um, yeah, I think that let me give you my prediction. Okay, Vincent and Brianna, they're gonna stay married. Do I think they'll have a healthy marriage without counseling constantly? They will not. Um, number two. Jacob and Haley, they will not choose each other. I I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I feel like Jacob, I don't know if Jacob is tired enough because Jacob is very desperate to find somebody because he's really got himself on a, a clock about being 40 and not, you know, and kids and everything. So I'm not so sure that Jacob will not choose Haley. I hope he doesn't. But I do know that Jake, that Haley will not choose Jacob. 
I do not think so. We will see. We will see. Um, Eric and Virginia, they're going to choose each other. Will they have a happy marriage? They will not. They will choose each other, though. Um, yeah. Clara and Ryan, I do think that they're going to choose each other. By the reunion show, will they have had sex? No. Will Ryan have told her he loved her? No. I can guarantee you that. Those are my predictions. Oh, and Chris asked, and this girl going to come for a check. Chris going to try to get sympathy because that girl supposedly had some miscarriage. God forgive me, I don't believe none of it. Um, And I feel like if Chris weren't, I, feel, I think Chris is still not going to choose her because Chris still think you're ugly. Like, regardless of the girl who had a miscarriage, regardless of the relationship that he was trying to have with her didn't work, he don't want you. I feel like Paige is going to come there looking desperate, hopefully with a better wig, because I am very upset about her wig choices. I do not like that. If you're going to choose to wear a protective style, get you some good shit. I don't like that. And you on TV, that makeup artist, and that, that, that makeup and that wig better be hitting on that reunion. I am not playing. Because I will be highly upset. So, um, yeah, um, I think that if he come there and be like, oh, I want to give it another chance, she dumb, she going to be like, okay, I hope that they don't. I really hope that they don't and they choose to do something different. I really, really do. Um, yeah, that's my prediction. We'll see going forward. I'm sure it's going to be some twist and turns, but that is that, because that is a wrap on Marry That First Sight. Season 12, child, because they put me through the ring on this one. <laughs> so, um, yep. Any comments, commentary, anything y'all want to leave, let me know. Any different perspectives, you know I'm always open to it. But until then, y'all have a blessed day, and we will talk soon. Later. Good morning, folks. Welcome to Candid Convos with Cam. This is your host, Cam. Good morning. <laughs> it is 9.45 in the morning, it is April 23rd, I hope it's April 23rd, I don't really know if it's April 23rd, because that's the kind of um life I'm living right now, but yes, it is April 23rd, <laughs> praying that everybody is having a good week, it is going to be, it's going to be. Today is Friday. Thank God for most traditional working people. It is the last day of the work week. Congratulations. You made it. Okay. Um, let me start by saying, Anchor, I'm about to put y'all down because I literally took time and, and, and taped the show yesterday just to find out that after maybe about 34 seconds of the recording, that the damn thing wasn't recorded. So I was highly annoyed. So we're going to try this thing again. And I've had the same situation before with Anchor where I have literally had seasons and a season full of recordings just disappear. So um, I'll be looking into something to make a little upgrade on that because I, I, don't, I don't like that at all. Because I like to record my content live so you know you get the real reaction or whatever the case may be or whatever I'm discussing so 
Okay, so it's been a very tough week for me. I think I shared this. I had a, um the untimely passing of my cousin, my first cousin, um, of a young man, only 49 years old. Um, so we've been, my family's been dealing with that since last Tuesday. The um, funeral and was Wednesday. The burial was yesterday. Really, really super sad. Really, really um tough time for myself and my family. Um, I just trust and believe in God. God, God knows all things and do, does all things well. I just ask for you know those who know the power of prayer. Please keep my family in um your prayers, especially my um cousins, two sons, eighteen and um twenty one. It's a really tough age to, you know, lose a parent. So, um, I mean, it's never in the age to lose a parent, but it's, 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 it's extremely more difficult when you're young and basically just trying to really find your way. But um, I believe God. God is the doer of all things, and if anybody can bring you through something, I'm a witness. Um, it is Him. So, um, you know. We believe God, all right. So on another on another note, because literally I definitely need a distraction, because things have been literally everywhere this last um this last week. So I am behind, obviously. So I'm gonna do Seeking Sister Wives, our one of our favorite shows, right? Okay. So um. I don't even know where to start. Um, let's start with the Meredith's because they seem to be the ones with the most foolishness going on, I guess, right? So now they're in Mexico, the Meredith's, they're in Mexico meeting with their sister wife. I It's funny to even say sister wife because at this point, she will be the only wife, <laughs> okay? So now... For all of you who don't know, I will hope that y'all catch up because we are probably coming towards some of the um, final episodes. This show is about plural marriage, multiple marriage, polygamy, whatever whatever you want to call it. So this particular couple, the Meredith, um, they were married 13 years, and then they met Roberta, who is a Brazilian, non-English speaking, um, quote-unquote sister-wife you know, she was a potential sister wife. Of course, the husband all in awe over her. He has to have her. He talks his wife of 13 years, and they have two children, his wife of 13 years, to get a divorce from him so he can go marry Roberta so she can come to the States and live and stay. You, Your question is, how the hell does somebody do that? My answer is, I have no fucking idea. But once you watch it, you'll see... The foolishness, the foolishness is literally unraveling right now. So now they are now at in Cabo, Mexico. I guess that's like a midpoint. Her family, all her family, so excited they're coming to witness the wedding. They're gonna get married there. So now the ex-wife, I don't even know what to call her no more. I call her the original. She's not even the original wife. They're not even married no more. And like I said before, that fool talked her into having an amicable, uh, amicable divorce. Which means you get no spousal support, no child support, no nothing. You just, it's an even split. 
this lady don't even look like she work a job. So I don't even understand how you even, like, I don't know. I don't know. Her mother has failed her. Her mother has failed her. That's the only thing that I got. Because she has no one around her that cares anything about her. No village, no friends, no nothing. Because it's impossible that you could go do some of this dumbest shit like this in, in life. And, like, people stand by and watch this happen. This is unbelievable. But anyway, so now she's starting to feel it. Because I think now she's seeing he's changing. The husband is definitely changing. When they was at the, t- they had a, went to like a, um, like a lunch or whatever, like a sunset lunch. So he's there making sure Roberta got what she wanted to eat on her plate. She, he got her back turned to her, to the, to the, um, I guess the original wife. And all in awe over Roberta, everything she say is funny. She, he gazing into her eyes. You know, they all humping on each other. So, you know, he all thirsty all over her. And I'm looking at her like, and she's sitting there like the third wheel, looking like a dummy. And um, the bartender brings these things out called like baby makers or whatever. So the husband says, don't give none to her, meaning the original wife, give them all to Roberta. I'm like, ew, I wanted to throw up. She's sitting there looking at him in disgust. So now it was a weird little moment that the Roberta says, I have something to tell you, sister. I don't want you to be mad that her and her husband was intimate. But my thing is, ain't this the point of the whole trip? What you think? They get ready to get married. You think they're going to have a sex? So she's like, oh, well, I hope y'all are using a condom. You think they're using a condom? You think they, they get ready to get married in a few days? He done been away from this lady for nine months. He done got you to divorce him so he can legally marry her. You think that they're using a condom? The fact that you even asked that question lets me know just how slow you are. Something is wrong with you. He's like, yeah, we use the condom. Very delayed response. He's staring at Roberta like, shut up. They lying. Personally, I think Roberta asked probably pregnant already. Honestly. So then she's like, oh, every time she had a one-on-one, the producers ask her anything, she in full tears, the original wife. Because she know. Damn, I done made this dumbass decision, and now where am I in this marriage? Nowhere. I, I was getting very pack your bag and leave vibes. It was almost like, why are you here? So then the husband says to Roberta, oh, I got a special surprise for you, just me and you, our honeymoon surprise. She's sitting there looking like, oh, I can't come? No, bitch, not you. It's not for you. It's for Roberta because it's her wedding. This is her husband. Who are you? You're out the game at this point. You're out the game. It's nothing for you here, sis. It's a wrap. Now you got to go home and face these kids and literally tell them they don't got nothing because you done gave it up. You signed away their whole life. So, yeah. But um, she's there looking stupid, so she getting, her jealousy now is getting, is really getting heavy because she realized, baby, you done been scammed. This is a scam. And I often think, I, at first, I was like, the husband is in on the scam, but he's so stupid. She wouldn't let him in on the scam. I think Roberta is scamming the whole situation. She's trying to get her citizenship. She's going to get over there, get her name on the deed, get her paperwork in order, and be over there being boss bitch wife. And the other original, you done been demoted. You basically second wife. Because you, like, and then 
Then it says the scenes from next week, it's like Roberta's like, oh, no, I can't go forward if Sissy's not involved. I think that's game because I know that she she feels like um, she feels like she needs to kind of keep a good, cute relationship with her, keep her in the back pocket. And I mean, because Roberta is a scammer, that's amazing advice. That's amazing. That's, I'm not advice. That's an amazing strategy because I do know if this lady pushed back I mean I feel like even if she pushed back the husband's still going to marry the other lady he's showing he acting like he don't give a shit about the original wife at this point so I don't know like I feel like she's doing that for her own comfort to keep the original wife like on her side and keep her calm and keep her happy because she don't want no distraction and she don't want nothing to be you know, postponed or messed up. I think that's why she's like, oh, if she don't agree, then we can't go forward to make her feel the full sense of, you know, being a part of it. And then she'll hit her with the cabbage later. Because, yeah, and I feel like she can't even demand they get an annulment. Like, it's nothing really that she could do, but it is better to have her on your team until you get what you want. And I think that's what's going on. Um, that lady, by the time by the time they get to that wedding and that girl get down the aisle, I'm sure she's gonna be beautiful, spending every fucking dime of money he got. She looked like that girl. She gonna be beautiful, bride. He gonna be all crying or doing some shit, and she gonna be looking like, oh really? I'm telling you, you setting yourself up to be completely and utterly hurt and your heart shattered into pieces and check this out she gonna be the lady made of honor how you gonna be a made of honor in some this is crazy and then what i'm saying to myself this is what i'm saying like why are you even here because he not sharing rooms he not going sleeping with you and sleeping with roberta he just sleeping with roberta there's no need for you to be here he want to spend all his time with her. He want to do all his dating and stuff with Roberta. He don't care shit about you no more. He probably like 13 years, washed up. That's it, I guess. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Roberta is a hustler. She done hustled that thing, and she got it. She going to get over there, get access to that money, stash it. The whole Brazil going to be over there. Watch. And you and your son gonna be on somebody. You and your son's gonna be on somebody's couch. I can see that because I can see him saying, "Oh, I want a second wife." And guess where the second wife gonna come from again? Somewhere else. I don't know. The whole thing baffles me. I just feel like the 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 ladies. I don't know the women. We gotta stick together. You see somebody going down a dumbass road like that. The, the ladies need a support system. You need, even if you don't got your mom, your grandma, your auntie, you need a lady who you respect, a mentor or something, because this is so G. You getting game run on you. Him and her, they both getting game run on them. And I'm sitting there like, yo, this is unreal. But you know what? Sometimes you got to learn. And sometimes this is the way, this is how. It's unfortunate. It really is, but uh, this is a mess. So anyway, um, let's see who's next of any substance. Okay, the Clarks. Now I don't know why I was calling them the Jones. You see, that's a mess. I think their names is the Clarks. 
So that's the other black couple with the guy who's the special education teacher and both his wives look like they're in special education or need to be or did not complete it. Okay. So yeah, um, that's a mess. He is an asshole, basically. The second wife, but one thing I can say, him and the second wife, they actually in love and on the same team. They got each other back. The, him and the first wife, they got each other back. So I think that the other wife, she's very young. Very, very young. She looks very young. I don't know what street corner they got her from. She looks very tired. She's a young woman. She got big bags under her eyes. She ain't even got no kids. She looks stressed the fuck out. I don't know what they got. Like I said, somebody classroom, somebody street corner, something ain't right. And you could tell by the way she argues her transference. Or she'd be like, is I'm a piece of trash? Am I good enough to kiss your feet? Can I have a kiss? Am I worthy? All that words and language, that's just not by coincidence. Something really, really traumatic has gone on or is going on with her you know, solely and within that household. So now, her thing, his thing is, he want her to quit her jobs because it's not serving a household and blah, blah, blah. But my thing is, where's this staying? She be, she be in and out. She stay somewhere and lay her head every day. Where is she? We, who is she with? And I really hope wherever she is, it's a safe environment. For her, that she's not being abused. I hope she's not being like a dancer or something. I don't even know what she's doing. Well, I mean, what's she dancing at? She got a little body like a little boy, but I don't know. I don't know. But she's staying somewhere, I'm, and they never disclose where she's staying. So I feel like she just over it. She's trying to get herself together because I think she realized that staying in that household is really not going to serve her in the future. They got two kids. I think they like the fact that She's the slave of the house. She don't have no job. She really don't look like she's the bright, you know, not really much, probably not a lot of formal education. If she even finished high school, that would probably be surprising. She looked like she got a lot of street education. And they are able to manipulate her. I think that they have two pretty small kids. It's nice to have her home cooking at his beck and call, I'm sure. Ugh throw up, um, and even at the ladies beck and call, cause she look, uh, they look very freaky into a lot of shit, so, I mean, that whole thing is a mess, I, I, I really pray that she can stay strong, I really want her to keep her job, I really want her to get away from this household, I want her to not be here, I hope that where she is staying and resting her head, that it's a place that's safe, and hopefully it's somebody who's helping her to know that there is no way you're gonna make it unless you make your own way, you can't depend on him because he keeps saying, I'm your leader, I'm your king. Based on what? Because the realty is, you a king and a leader, why that first wife got to work? Like, you ain't really doing what you're supposed to do. And the girl, the, the young girl, she tried to say it too in so many words without putting too much business out. So, yeah, I don't like this. I hope that she actually runs. I pray that she keeps her job. God, I ask you to cover her and, and, and keep her away from this. Build her up to let her know she don't got to kneel to his fucking dusty feet and do all of that to stay in that bootleg-ass house. Who cares? I don't like that. That whole family, I don't like the whole thing. They, they, they That whole thing is trouble. 
But um, yeah, he's trying to manipulate her. He play a lot. He's got a lot of manipulative, manipulative, excuse me, tactics. And I don't like no. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Um, let me see next. Sidian and that girl, they weird. I have nothing to say about them. They got them children there, weird. Everybody's a weirdo. That girl, she not even married to him. He, she trying to find multiple girlfriends and call his sister wife. Like, Miss Wit, go find you somebody to help you. What is wrong with these ladies? I don't like it. Sidian, he don't even have nothing. He, I could see if she, I don't, she's like, oh, he's so cute, but okay. It's some kind of like Edward Sister and Gothic, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean way, like some kind of crazy Johnny Depp shit. He, they into that, that whole thing with, and he had the nerve to have four. He's the father of four children. Where is Child Protective Services? That's all I gotta say. Okay, I'm done. Done with that. Um. Oh, the Snowdens, child. Listen. Listen here. This girl they got from no, that from Atlanta. First of all, don't play with people from Atlanta. Atlanta is like a different planet. Every it's a lot of shit going on in Atlanta. Every and all things go on in Atlanta. Those you got to be careful when you're dealing with people from Atlanta. I'm gonna just tell you just like that. This girl coming here, young girl, great shape. She into everything. She like she want to get up there. She want to fuck Demetrius, Demetrius, what's his name, Demetrius, and leave. You that ain't nothing about that girl. Tell me she want to be a second mother to four children because that wife she's pregnant. What about this life? You're you're young, attractive, in great shape, single, no children, and open to anything. Why is it that you want to commit into a family to do that? You are full of shit. You want to be on this television show, being seen. You want to come through this household, screw Demetrius, and probably the rest of the ladies in there too, and keep it moving. Nothing about that girl says, I want a mother for children. Nothing. And they could go ahead and act like they don't see it if they want to, because Demetrius going to act blind because he want to roll around with her ass. So, this is dumb. If y'all say y'all look... That's why I said it's all G. Oh, we're looking for this camaraderie, sisterhood, a family. No, y'all not. You looking for women to keep Demetrius interested in remaining in a marriage with you. That's what I got to... That's the only thing that I can come up with. Because what is this about? Because all y'all doing is producing a string of baby mothers and, and dependents. Like, what is this about? Maybe it's for like, oh, I guess what? Your household always gonna be popping. If you get a lot of ladies, have all these babies, what stimulus, mass stimmies, mad income tax? I don't know. It it still ain't worth it. I just don't get it. Now, if anything, who coming in? Old girl from South Africa. Yeah, I think that if anybody gonna fit into whatever this foolishness they're trying to do, it'll be her. But I don't like the fact you you're gonna bring your two daughters to come stay in a house with some man and some woman who you met online and you gonna come and live with them. This thing don't make no sense to me. But for her, she in South Africa. She ain't never seen a truck. So my thing is this: 
all right, it's beneficial to you financially because I'm assuming where you going to get a job at? Nowhere. So you will be here tending to Demetrius and his fucking needs. And then just, I guess that'll give you hope. You got two daughters, so that could be a family of six. I guess it's beneficial for her. So, yeah, I think maybe in that respect. That's the only way I could see that going on. Do I see Do I see it as one big happy family? No, because y'all been in the polygamy game all this time. Y'all got all these kids. Y'all ain't ne- never managed to keep nobody who could stay. I don't think that this is going to work. That first wife, she a little um demanding and she got a little way about her too. So I don't know. I don't think this is going to work. So, and then the fact that the um the girl who came from Atlanta, the, 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 the other girl, I, I don't know why I don't remember these people's names. The other girl, the young one with the dreads, she comes from Atlanta, the Atlanta girl. She's like, oh, I, we already made the D schedule. You already scheduling my whole man's penis. We don't even know if we, we even going forward. That's what I'm saying. She in there to run amok through that house. She in there to run amok through that house and she gonna leave. Just like the other girl left t- via text message, she's gonna be out. She gonna stay around, get some camera time, get a few checks, roll around in the hay with Demetrius a couple times, probably her and the other girl, the South African girl, because they seem super duper close. They roll around a few times. They all get involved and roll around and do that. And she gonna be out. When they get older, she gonna be out. So yeah, I think that this is dumb. My thing is this. The point of the story is don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. This is this is the stuff that I ain't gonna get into it. Never mind. Because everybody got their own choices. This show is about polygamy and multiple marriage. So I'ma leave my thoughts about this on this show out because it's not relevant. Because this is what people are choosing to do. At another time, I will discuss what marriage is and what it should be and what it should look like according to what the Lord says, but we ain't getting into that. So yeah, basically that's my recap of this show. I think that it was a little, it drags a little, it wasn't so exciting, but I do really care about what goes on with the marriages because I'm sure that's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. I will be surprised if that wife can make it through that wedding. I don't think she's going to make it through it. I personally think she need to pack a bag and go home. I personally definitely think that. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, and I want to see how the Demetrius thing go because I feel like the game is gonna change because if the girl is from South Africa, wouldn't she need to be getting legally married too to get to come here? So how's that gonna happen? And for some reason, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think that the first wife in the Snowdens, she not going to go for that. I don't personally think that they're actually legally married either. I feel like I remember them saying in the first season that they weren't, but I'm not sure. But that first wife, if they are legally married, that first wife, if she not going for that marriage bullshit that the other girl, she not going for that. I do not see that. So, it must be some different stipulations because she was able to come here and visit and Roberta was not. 
so she says. See, we don't even know. Anyway, like I said, we will continue this because um, next week should be definitely interesting. Thank you guys for listening. Have a blessed Friday, a good weekend. Keep God first in all you do and everything else will be great. Later, guys. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Candid Convos with Cam. I'm your host, Cam. Um, it is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Today, the sun is shining. Um, I did not wear no ankle pants today. I have my full pants on because I'm not playing with the weather. But it does look nice outside, which is great. Um, hoping everybody had a good weekend. This today it is Monday, April 19th. Um, you know, <laughs> just a little recap of some of the I don't do a lot of news because at this point, the news is so draining mentally, I have to take a break. I literally probably will discuss news that is like, you know, news that is heavily reported or whatever. So, um, first thing first, unfortunately, rest in peace to Black Rob, who passed away, I believe it was Friday or the week, I think it was Friday, passed away. No, maybe it was Saturday. It was over the weekend. He passed away 51 years old. And it's crazy because, as we all saw, he posted a video from the hospital a couple of, literally a couple of days ago, um, just sending his condolences or whatever to DMX. And just, I guess he was, like, kind of talking about what he was going through, saying that he was going through it, needed some help, and... They had a clip of DJ Self saying, man, I tried to send you help and all of this. So, I don't know. I was really not clear what happened to him. I haven't heard anything really from Black Rob since back in the day when, like, Whoa and Let's Get It and all that stuff came out. So, I don't really know a lot about Black Rob to keep it a honey. Um, you know, unfortunately, he's a part of the... Um, the Diddy, the Diddy scam group. You know, Diddy, biggest scammer of all time. I'm not mad. I feel like you do what you got to do. But I feel like that's why Diddy's life is very miserable. Diddy got a lot, a very miserable life. And I think that the way he has done people in his in his life, I think that he is, he's getting that back. I do think that. Um, I like Diddy. I think that he's cool. He's definitely... He's, an, he's a legend. He's a legend. He is iconic in in his own right. He's basically the face and sound of the 90s. He had all the popping groups in the 90s. So that can't really be denied. It's it's a a fact. But I mean, Diddy, he's a bit of a sleazeball. His business practices, horrible. And people's like, oh, well, he's doing the same thing that white people do. You know, like, he's doing the same thing that any other record exec is doing. I feel like does that make it right? I don't think that makes it right. Some people feel like, you know, some people feel like because it's black people, you know, you're supposed to act differently. And I do think that. I think that get your money, make your contract, but to make these terrible contracts where you got the you got the artist masters, you literally got them by the balls, you making all the money, and they out here don't even got teeth. You understand? Like, that's not, that's not cool. Like, it's just like, as a moral person, and my thing is, black people already don't get opportunities. We don't need our own people, you know, 
doing the same things to us. Like, and I'm not saying coddle. I'm not saying not do business. I'm not saying any of that. But I'm saying that as a black person in America, I think that you should give a little bit of grace to your people because you know the opportunities are less. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Now, a lot of people are arguing, can Diddy can't be responsible for everybody who spends all their money. True. But if you got an artist that had one song or two songs that was really popular, you own a masters and you gave them some bootleg deal up front, that money been going since fucking 2002. You know, and I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that's why Diddy life is like that. Diddy life can't keep a woman. Don't nobody stay. Everybody be out. You see what happened freaking Kim. You see what happened. He got to do better because he got to change that karma around. I think this is a karma thing. I really, really do. Diddy, all he do, love and this. Anybody who constantly changed their name, you know they got a problem. You know, Diddy is not well. He in and out the world of, you know, he all in, he in everything. Diddy is, he want a woman. He want a man. He want them all. He Diddy got a thousand kids. Like, Diddy got to get his life together. I don't care what he called himself. He went from Puffy to Diddy to something else to love to this. Bruh, you, all that's cute, but you got to get your shit together. Because literally, you got to do something different, bro. Because you bugging out. And that's that's for real. He got to really, really do something different. Because Diddy, he play a lot of games about a lot of things. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy with Black Rob. He looked crazy. He was very sick. I looked at some more research. They were talking about he had um a kidney failure. And, you know, that's all that hard life living. You know, Black men, health problems, not being, not being on top of things, not doing, what the, you know, not doing what you got to do on that bottle, drinking, eating terribly. You know, it's a lot of that. I just wish his family you know, the best, and I pray for them, because imagine your your family, your father, Black Rob, everybody know him, and he died so, like, and it's like a little bit of a shame, like, he died so broken, it's sad, it's really, really sad, though, it's really sad, though, but you think about him, DMX, same thing, all these men, legends, legends, well, I wouldn't call Black Rob a legend, I would just call him, he's a staple. Black Rob is a staple in in 90s music or music culture. He's a staple. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows Woe. So, yeah, I'll call him a staple. He's definitely not a legend. You know, no offense. But, um, like, DMX is a legend. First of all, he got multiple bodies of work. One of the first actors to be in a actual movie that was actually good and actually believable so yeah dmx a legend i bet you he don't own not one master to any of them songs he got it's just sad oh but i heard that beyonce and jay-z y'all can say what y'all want y'all be hating y'all be hating on um jay-z here worried about his hair don't worry about his hair worry about what's him going them going to the bank so they supposed to be um sorry, I love Jay-Z, y'all already know. So um Beyonce and Jay-Z supposedly 
buying his $10 million masters and giving them to his kids. Because he got like 15 kids. That's a huge look. That's a huge... You want to talk about helping somebody out? That's 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 a look right there. That's that's what's up. What's up? All these people, rich people, oh, I'm a, my brother, my brother. And I'm not saying it's up to nobody to do no $10 million bailout for somebody. But my thing is this. Especially in the world we live in, if you got it, fucking help somebody. Don't just sit on everything and don't help nobody. You don't be blessed like that. You don't be blessed like that. When you sit on every single thing you got, stingy like that. My grandmother used to, used to always tell me, people with their fists closed so tight, they'll never have nothing. Because you can't even get it open and put nothing in there. It don't pay to be tight. If you can, why not? So I think that that's dope because... He has all of these kids. He, they ain't got nothing. I know they don't got nothing because he, unfortunately, he died with nothing. And I'm almost sure some celebrity going to be paying for his funeral. He having a funeral in the Barclay. Probably some celebrity paying for his funeral because DMX don't strike me as he had a dime. It don't strike me like that. It don't. So, yeah, it's just unfortunate. You know, Diddy, they say Diddy gonna pay for Black Raw funeral. That's right. I mean, that's nice. He paid for Craig Mack funeral, too. Both broken, destitute. I mean, I'm just saying. Is it Diddy for? No. But obviously, it's something guilt. You, you paying for all this stuff. But anyway, Diddy, Diddy gotta learn from how his life is, how he gotta be. He gotta do better by people, and you'll have a better life. Period. So, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy to hear that so quickly after DMX passed away. But rest in peace, Black Rob. Woe still goes if you played that joint now. And obviously Harlem, Harlem staple, um, let's get it. What was it? Get in it. Listen, you know I'm old. But, yeah, and anybody who know and is old as me know exactly what song I'm talking about. So, anyway. Yeah, so I think that, I don't know, every day you get, be blessed and thank God for it. Because at the end of the day, it don't make sense to worry about nothing. It don't make sense to stress about nothing. Pray to God, tell him what you want, pray for what you want, do your best, and go forward. It ain't nothing, it ain't, that's a, what else? It's nothing else to do. All that worrying, all that stress, you don't need it. Just pray to God and keep moving. That's it. That's all you can do. So, yeah, that's that. So, once again, I'm being asked for some to do some advice. So, we'll do a little advice segment today. So, um, this letter is from an older woman. She is in her 50s. She's been married for 19 years. She has three kids. No. Four kids, um, two grown kids, and a 15-year-old and a 13-year-old. Married 19 years. Um, she um, was saying how, you know, her and her husband, her husband works away. He has, like, a traveling job. He does, like, a business that he has to travel a lot or whatever. So, you know, through COVID, you ain't, you, he wasn't able to really travel or whatever, so she was like, they've been having a lot more of a tense in-house relationship. He's been very snappy. He's been very uneasy. She said it seems like he's looking for any reason to kind of get out of the house. 
So she started to feel some type of way. So she was like starting to take it personally. Like he didn't want to be around her. And it made her, you know, her antennas raise up because she's like, you always going. And that translates into quote unquote them being so happy. And now you got to be home for a little bit. And now everything is, it seems like we, we having struggles, right? So she's like, um, so now, of course, as the world starts to open back up, traveling is back up. So he's been traveling a lot. So she was like, now she's noticing when they travel, she's, he's not really communicating the way he would usually communicate. So she says, um, a couple of weeks ago, she was cleaning up one of the rooms in their house or whatever. So she was saying how she was hearing a noise. She heard like a noise. But she thought she was, you know, bugging out. Like, she's like, I kept hearing, like, I felt like a vibration. She's like, I don't know, what is that? So she was in a closet cleaning up, and she kept hearing it. So she said she looked all through, you know, like, trying to figure out what happened. So she eventually finds one of his old travel bags, and there's a cell phone in there. So she's like, and it doesn't look like, she says it doesn't look like the cell phone that she you know, that he usually has or whatever. So it appeared to be an extra phone. So she says she sees a cell phone, opens it. All she sees is an array of text messages from somebody with a name. I think she said the name of the person with the message was coming from was Chicago. Like, it was a city, not really a name. So she was saying she looked through all the only messages from quote-unquote Chicago was coming through this phone. And she was like, the messages were, you know, not appropriate. They were like, baby, honey, this kind of thing. And she said that the lady says, like, um, you know, I love you. You know, I'm going to always be here waiting for you for something about I'll be here waiting for you. I've waited this for five years and I'll wait forever for you for us to be together and that's all of this stuff. So she's like, oh, like, you know, she's seen all this stuff. So she said she looked through it and she put on like the call forward, like the message forward or something like that. I got to learn how to do the phone because that's so crazy. She said you put the message forward. So whatever the Chicago was sent to the phone, it could forward to her phone. I was like, oh, okay. So she was like, she just took mad, like, pictures, sent it, and looked in the pictures, and it was a picture of a, a very young lady. Very young lady. Um, She's like, the lady um appeared to be, like, a mixed lady, like a lady with curly hair, super fair skin. She said, um, she looked to be, like, maybe, like, Latina, but, like, very, very high pigmented or whatever you want to call it. So I forgot. Basically, she's a light-skinned girl, a mixed girl, I guess. Right? All right. So now um, she gets the um, information or whatever. So she says she talks to him, calls him. He's, like, um, on the phone that she knows him to have. And he's like, she's like, um, you should come, you know. She calls him, how you doing? He's very, you know, agitated or whatever. So she's like, that's the way he be talking to her now. So she's like, at the time, the girl is sending messages, and he's speaking back to her like, oh, honey, sweetie, this, and a third, really nice. So she's like, oh, okay. 
So she's like, she got this information, and now she's trying to figure out what should she do because, you know, should she move forward in her marriage? How does she move? How does she move around this? What should she do? How should she handle this? And that's what she asking me. So I'm like, all right, cool. All right, so. I don't know why people ask me things, but it's just so funny. But, um, okay. So, first of all, 19 years of marriage, long time. Y'all got two grown kids and two teenage kids. She didn't say girls or boys. It doesn't matter. So, I'm assuming you got two teenage kids. I hope you got two grown kids that are not living in your house. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that, right? So you got two kids in your home under your supervision, teenagers, right? So, um, hmm. hopefully after 19 years, y'all have a home or something that is an asset together, a condo, home, townhouse, something. I'm gonna assume that because, okay, I'm gonna assume that. So, um, hmm. He has a job that he travels a lot. So we don't I you never say I'm assuming he had this job since y'all met, since y'all been, you know, he's had the same type of job. And that this is not something that just happened out the blue automatically, right? So that's fine. So now you find while you're cleaning up in his travel bag, you find a secret cell phone. Child, that's never a good idea. Um, so it's a secret cell phone, find messages from Chicago, inappropriate. You know, so we know we have an infidelity situation here. That's clear, right? So you're asking me what you should do. I feel like it depends. It's very open in the question. I need a little bit more information or whatever. But I feel like it depends. Most people who've been married 19 years, obviously they want they like to be married or they want to stay married, right? So I'm assuming this is your first bout with an issue of infidelity. I'ma assume that, right? So I feel like the average woman married with children. I feel like they'll say you are they'll let a per, one of their, their their significant other or husband, spouse, whatever, get away with one infidelity, right? Right. But when the girl says I've been waiting for you for five years, so that means you gotta now chop that five years off your marriage. So now you you are y'all been married assumably in a monogamous real marriage for 14 years, not 19. Because he's in a dual relationship, right? So now, you said a lot about how the lady looks, so she must look completely different from you, (laughs) right? So, I don't know. I feel like, uh, should you mention it? No. I don't ever think that you should let your right hand know what your left hand is doing until you're ready. I think you should play this strategically. I think I hope that you put the phone 
right back where you found it, zipped it up like nothing, acted regular. You got a plan now. You got to get your mind together and start to plan because as women, we got a plan. And my thing is not that you got to leave, but you got to make sure your business is straight before you figure out. Because once you blow this up, you don't know which way it's going to go. It might go, oh, my God, you was in my business. Oh, you F&B, I'm leaving because now he got somewhere to go. Or it may go, oh, no, I'm sorry. You know, you don't know which way it's going to go. So I think you should be prepared for both. So I think that you need to you need to go look go to the bank. I think you need to call your um your bank, call your mortgage company, call your lease company, um look at your do you have life insurance? Call your life insurance. Um, try to get a double check on the four hundred one k his four hundred one k. Look at the percentages on your four hundred one k, making it mostly of you see your children. Because you got big kids. I think that it's time to call down to the benefit office and change your benefits to 100% to your kids because your kids are big. Teenagers, they'll be big soon. They don't really need anybody to administration to administer the estate or start looking into finding you an administer, administrator Excuse me, of your estate. I think you need to get your paperwork in order. I think you need to find out whose names we're on what how things are looking. I think you need to focus on how the money is being generated and moved around in the home to start you off. Once you get the paperwork and everything changed up, fixed up, looking the way you want it to look, I think that's when you call Chicago. Yeah, I think that's... And no, you know what? I don't know if you should call Chicago because... She's a, she's a, she's a bold bitch because she's like, I'll wait for you. So that means she know he's married. So mm, scratch that call. That call is not necessary. Next call you got to call your husband, bruh. You know what you do? A random date and do it when he's out of town. Just all the screenshots you got, just send them one by one. Like send her like a hundred of them shit. Then. Turn your phone off. Turn your phone off for the night and get your mind together because you already know your shit going to be blow up in the morning. So that morning, have you put your phone on? He'll still be calling. And just pick up the phone. Hello? Like nothing. And he'll be like, uh, 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 whatever you got to say. And be ready to do what you want to do. State your demands. Either you want to Maybe you want to pursue, you know, proceed. Maybe you want to stay married. You got to tell him, listen, I know everything that's going on. And this is where we're going. This is what, what we're trying to do. And I guess state your case and state what you want. If he ain't talking what you're talking, if you're not happy with the way this is, you already got enough time. You planned your escape. You plan to do what you got to do so you could keep it moving. My thing is, don't, no niggas, don't let no niggas play with you. Don't let no niggas play with you. You do things that way you want to do them. If you want to stay, it ain't no judgment. I don't judge people because that some people feel like I've been with you 19 years. I'm not leaving. I'm not doing this. I'm not giving no bitch my man. I mean, some people feel like that. I personally, I feel like I don't feel like that. Because at the end of the day, he ain't yours if he entertaining a chick and he entertaining her for years and years. You know, it's different levels and different ways to cheat. Like, my thing is, I'm a person, I do not condone cheating. 
but I do feel like it's different ways to do things. I feel like it's a respectful way to cheat. That's a big controversial. That's a controversial um topic. But a respectful cheat is a man. He has a lapse in judgment. Maybe for whatever reason, he steps out, sleeps with somebody, uses a condom one night. Ain't no babies. Ain't no drama. Ain't no communication. Ain't no nothing. That's a respectful cheat. It was what it was. It's met the moment for the moment, and, and we are moving on. I, in my opinion, that's just a, um, a respectful cheat. Disrespectful cheat. You in a relationship, you laying in her bed, pillow talk, she know me, she know how I look, she know where we live. She that's, that's, that's the bullshit. You sleeping with her unprotected, you know, like that, that's the bullshit right there. So it's a difference. Respectful and not respectful. Definitely a difference. So yeah, that's how I feel about that. You figure out what you want to do. If you want to continue this relationship. And my thing is, handle it accordingly. Make the biggest thing is making sure your business is straight, your money is straight, and your kids is straight. Everything after that, it is what it is. Cause we could turn into we could go to therapy, figure it out. We could go to counseling, figure it out. Or we can go our separate ways and be roommates up in this house until we sell this shit. But by the time of that, I already have a broker, know how much the house is worth, know my... <laughs> Me? Child, please. I be done had all the business straight. I wouldn't say a motherfucking word. I feed you dinner every day. In any relationship like that, that's a strange. When they got these little girlfriends and stuff, y'all ain't having no sex anyway. So, I keep the same energy. Oh, hi, boy, here, dinner, oh, smooches, mm-mm-mm, all day, because I can play that game all day. And then, when I'm good and ready and got everything I need, jugular. Okay? So, I mean, I wish you the best. That's a very hard situation to be in, especially when you have ladies in these long-term marriages, you know, for many, many years. It's really difficult. Like, it's really difficult, and it's unfortunate because... Once again, another black family possibly going to be over. But I feel like this. Personally, any man who's been with somebody a couple of years, I, you're married, it's over. Like, I don't know what, what is there. It ain't even nothing to say because you're in a dual relationship. Do you really, really think he wants you? And that's the thing. I don't like when ladies, like, push themselves on guys and be like, oh, for our family. No, I don't want to be in a marriage for our family. I want to be in a marriage because I love you and want you and you love me and want me. I don't want to be in a marriage because it's best for the family, what people going to say, oh, my God, the assets, oh, my God, the this, oh, my God, the that. I don't want to be in a marriage like that. And that's what I say. These niggas got audacity now, so you be prepared because he may say, I don't want to be with you. I want to be with her. You got to be ready to hear all of that. That's why I said all the information that you got, you know, hold on to it, process it, shit, get you a little telehealth, telehealth therapist, talk about that shit, work through your plan with them, and then try to make a move because it's going to be mad difficult. It's the shock value. You don't want to bang him in the head. You don't want to kill him. But guess what? You got kids. It ain't worth it. Cause what you gonna beat? What you gonna beat him up for? Because he wanna be with somebody else? That, no, I'm not into that. I'm not gonna jeopardize my freedom and my comforts of my life for no nigga who wanna be with somebody else. My thing is, you can go be with them. That is absolutely fine. 
long as your business is handled up and through this household, you can go do whatever the fuck you want. Because at the end of the day, who wants somebody who don't want them? I don't want nobody who don't want me. You don't want me? You go be with who you want, and I'll go be with who want me. And who I want. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like all or nothing. Oh, I'm going to be begging you to stay and go oh, out family. How could you do this? Obviously, you've been doing it. Because you told my this lady told my she been on your phone for five years. That ain't your husband's shit. That's, that's her husband. At this point, yeah, I, I could. I'm good on it. That's the one thing about, about me with that. I'm not going to penalize nobody because they make a choice that they want somebody other than me. I'm not going to force nobody to be with me. Like, that's not something that I'm into. So my thing is, at the end of the day, go be happy. Go be with who you're going to be with and be blessed. That is all. That's it. That's all. And that's the way I'm leaving it. It's an unfortunate situation. It's way harder to deal with than how I'm relaying it, but I think that the biggest part to this is you got the information, go get the business stuff out the way, then you can deal with your feelings. And you figure out whatever you want to do, no judgment here. If you want to be with him and make him make a choice and do all of that, fine. Because at the end of the day too, girl, he still got whatever job he got that goes away. If it ain't Chicago, next time it could be um 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 Detroit. Or, um, oh, I don't know. Or it could be Honolulu. Like, you, you got a relationship. Your trust is broken. So it don't just got to be this girl. It ain't this girl for he entertainer her. I don't blame the girls. I blame the men. Because you in a marriage, you going and voluntarily entertaining her, you're wrong. Your covenant is broken. I don't even blame her. But don't get cute because I will slap a bitch for being disrespectful. Period. But. Is my anger really with her? No, my anger is mostly with you because I don't have a commitment to her. I got one to you. So, yeah, sis, I wish you the best. I pray to God that this thing works out. I hope you do it strategically and don't be run by your emotions, which I know is very hard to do. But you got to get your business straight first before you make a decision. Do not make an emotional decision. You know what I'm saying? And and really work on it. Work on what you want to do and think about it, what you want to do, and stand in what you say. And mean what you say. And that's it. I would love to get feedback about what happened eventually or whatever you was planning to do because you didn't say if you wanted to stay or whatever. You didn't say any of that. So I would love to hear back from you, and I wish you the best in that situation. And don't go to jail. Don't beat his ass. Don't do none of that because it ain't worth it. You want to you wanna get somebody? Get them the smart way. Get that business right. And that that's the way to get them. So um, be blessed, girl. Y'all have a good day. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, guys. What's up? Checking in. Want to say welcome to Candid Convos with Cam. Hope everyone is doing well. You know, myself, I've been going through some challenges, but God is still good, so I'm not going to belabor the point about that, because God got that hand, so no need for me to worry. So, on, another, on the other hand, it's time to do some, what, some of what we do best, which is chat. So, we're going to do a little brief segment of Reality Real. Um, 
change it up because um, I am actually watching other shows besides Married at First Sight season 12. It, it, it may seem shocking, but that is actually the case. So, um, yeah, because they are so exhausting. There's literally no room for any other show. But um, I just wanted to check in a bit about... Um, wait, actually, before we do that, we're going to do a little bit of what's current because... I'm sure if you if you have a pulse, you know that um Sweetie, what's her name? Sweetie, Sweetie and Quavo broke up. Dun dun dun. Like I was like, oh, okay. I mean, they're young. That's young love. So I mean, I don't know. I did. I feel like because I think that their problem was where was the next step to go? They're really young, rich. They don't need to get married because they're about to make a joke like Cardi B and Offset, make a joke of the whole union of marriage and have niggas disrespecting you constantly. You know you're going to do that. You know you ain't built for no marriage. I don't know why young couples get married. I think it's a weird thing. I don't know. So um, I figured that Quavo and Sweetie wouldn't get married because I don't know. I don't see that for them. I just see them young, infatuated, in love. She's super attractive. I don't know. I mean, Quavo, I used to think he was kind of something, but then the closer I look at him, he's, he's not that attractive. He's super little and peeps, pipsqueaky. But, I mean, that's just me talking. But, um, yeah. I thought they were cute for the time being, but, like, Sweetie said, good for her. I'm glad that she stepped up and was like, nah, fuck this. I ain't holding no secrets. You out here cheating. You being a dog. I ain't dealing with it. Peace out. I love that because a lot of the girls, they they don't. And I do believe that Sweetie loves him, love, loves him. I say love, but loves him. But she like, look at me and look at you. She could go get any other nigga that's, you know, in the industry. Because they all, all industry do cheat anyway. But my thing is, at least I could be getting a more, a real A-figure nigga if you're going to be out here cheating and doing all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like she like... I'm too fine to be out here looking like a clown. And I, I feel on that. That's that's legit, legit. So, you know, he's such a bitch ass. He had this little comment talking about, oh, you wasn't the woman I thought you was. No, bitch, you thought I was going to be so, because I was in love with you. Me and Swati, I'm speaking on behalf of Sweetie, obviously. <laughs> so she might like, no, you thought I was going to be in love with you. Because I was in love with you, I was just going to sit up here and put up with your bullshit, with your constant cheating. But my thing is, how could you even date a man who's freaking friends with Offset? Offset is filth under the bottom of my shoe. Offset is that. Like, he is such a scumbag. But um, Cardi's a little bit of a scumbag, too. So I guess I guess it, it works out. I don't know. But um, no, not disrespect to Cardi. I just feel like her ways, like, she's so, like super duper overtly like scumbaggy hood slick stuff she used to sleep with people for money jack dudes it's a lot like that's a lot of behavior that's like you gotta be grown into that and i guess it's true she is grown into it but it's a bit much so that's what i mean a little bit like she's a little scumbaggy too like she's into that light not that she's a cheater or whatever but i mean I feel like in these days, these girls, they do too much for these, these guys. And the guys, they, they, they still cheat. Because Cardi, we know ain't no secret. She done probably had twosomes, threesomes, foursomes with men and women. And Offset's still cheating. 
she done got all the surgery you could get. She always talk about she done got all the vaginal rejuvenation you could get. She she wop all that this and the third, but she get cheated on like literally every quarter. Every quarter she got a divorce announcement. And I feel like, what could you be doing after the 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 first or second cheat? That's going to make me want to do it again. Like, my thing is, first time you cheated, I feel like, well, the first time it was publicly put out that you cheated. Because I'm sure he looks like a cheating spirit. So, he'd be out in the, in the community. He's definitely community penis. But I'm like, what are you, okay, I remember when it first came out, she was pregnant. Oh, I'm getting a divorce. All right, you pull it back. This is about the third, the second or third, I'm getting a divorce, pull back moment. And I'm like, what are these guys doing? To get these girls to be like, okay, forget the divorce, or okay, let's be back together, when they constantly cheating. What are you present? I know it ain't a Birkin bag, because I'm so sick of them fucking bags. It's like, they going to sell. You might as well put them shits on Walmart at this point, because I'm over it. But it's like, what are you doing? Is it gifts? Are the, the ladies still taking gifts in lieu of unfaithful, unfaithful partners? Like... Who wants a gift though? I don't I don't I don't want a gift. I want your ass to be sorry, apologetic, and work really, really hard to make sure this shit don't happen again so we don't gotta go down this road. That's what the girls want. I don't even know if a the girl do the girls want a Birkin? Some of them do, but I mean the girls that's getting like serial cheated on like Latoya Lucky, all of them girls. It's like, what do y'all want? They don't want no gift. They, especially these ladies, the ladies got their own money now. I mean, Cardi, why you keep going back? Why? Because you got that kid with him. Oh, I grew up in the hood. I ain't had my father. Like, I guess that, but why stay in something so toxic? Because obviously he's not really your husband. He is of the community. And it is a real, it's a huge benefit for him being with her than the other way around. I don't even know no offset song. Don't even start with me. I know I'm old. But don't even start me. What offset scene? I don't know. All I know is he was in the Migos. I don't even really know. I think I know about one or two of the Migos songs. I used to like them because I used to feel like they so ghetto and flashy and funny. That's that's that. But all the other stuff, don't start with me because I don't know. So um, yeah, like what is Offset doing? Like what is his thing? Like what is he doing right now? He's not still rapping. The last one he had was some feature on a Cardi B song, which I don't like. I don't like that. So, I'm confused, you know, about what's really going on. So, yeah, like, that's confusing to me about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, bruh. I don't know. So, anyway, back to these, um... These couples and stuff. No, I'm talking about Swati. Swati. Sweetie and Quavo. I think it's a good thing that they broke up. I feel like Sweetie wins because, babe, that, that guy made all them taxes, all that. And sis said, take care. Baby, ain't nothing better than a take care than a besides a be blessed. Huh. She put up on the scale of likes for me because I love it when a girl don't repress his stress of bullshit. I like when the ladies be like, mm, all right, bye now. And be done. I like that, because I'm from the school of that, because a nigga, one nigga don't want to act right, many, 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 many others will, 
especially her, she bad as hell. Like, she, she body crazy, beautiful face, different. And she does, I mean, talent is in the eyes of the beholder. But them little songs, because my husband got Cyrus, Cyrus Radio in his car. Them little songs be on rotation in the, in the Cyrus Radio. So she got something going on. She ain't out here. Um, she got some. She got some good little cute songs. So you know, and then she finds she gonna be out here be with anybody. Child Quavo, that's the best thing he ever gonna get. He never getting nobody better than, than Sweetie. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think. Nah, ain't nobody ever gonna be Sweetie. She's she she's cream of the crop for him. So. Yeah, then there's that. Like, bruh, that was a crazy move. But these niggas, you do too much for them. You give them too much. She another one I feel like probably into the let's have a girl, let's have a guy, let's do. I don't know. These guys feel they too. They want everything. They want everything. You got a bitch bad as hell. You got you got everything, and they're still cheap. So it's just like just so you got to take care of yourself. Invest your time. Your energy and yourself, your well-being, your self-care. Because these niggas, they got their own agenda for whatever they trying to do. If what they trying to do, if they, you know, they got to be, if it ain't benefiting or whatever, they going to go do what they want to do. So I seen the baddest get cheated on. I seen the ugliest get cheated on. The fattest, the most surgery having, the most snatch ways having. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all relative. It ain't even a thing. My thing is, don't. One thing you gotta do, don't sweat no niggas, many of them. Anyway, so um, what I was saying about the um reality reels, I wanted to talk about that, right? So, oh wait, before we go there, I have a question. So, in lieu of the situation with the terrorists, uh, you know, basically terror, terror attacks on the Asian ladies a couple days ago. I'm seeing a movement, which I think is great, but I got a question. So, the black people, what y'all doing? Y'all, y'all being allies for the Asian people? Or what? It's a question. That's what y'all, like, what are we, what are y'all doing? Okay, first of all, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm sitting back, I'm praying, and I'm praying to God for the families and everything, and I'm praying for the condition of this world, and I'm watching it on my TV, and mind my business, and mind my business. That's what I'm doing, because I don't feel like the Asian community our allies, not all of them, good amount, not allies for the black community. When George Floyd and them was going through, when they was going through them things and all the incidents of senseless violence and murder, I mean, we got, I feel like we got our own problems. I mean, not that problems are not universal, et cetera, et cetera, but I feel like black people, it's hard enough being black. I got enough issues. I got enough things going on in my community. I don't really got time to take on your community stuff. I mean, I don't 
got a problem with y'all and I don't feel no type of way. Like, I feel like whatever y'all got going on, power to the people, get the shit done. I'm all in that mode. But, um, I'm not, I'm not going online and making no public statements. I mean, I'm not. Like, I feel like that's fucked up. I feel like that was messed up that that happened, but I feel like welcome to the Welcome to the club. Not really a popular club that you want to be in, but it's definitely a club based on the quote-unquote minority, or what people deem to be minorities. Because I really hate that um connotation. But um, yeah, like I think I don't know. Like, what are y'all doing? Because <laughs> I feel like what are we supposed to do? We can't be out here acting. Active, what do you call it? Um, being activists on their behalf, we don't even got nobody being activists on our behalf. We don't got no reform change, but guess what's gonna happen with them Asians? They gonna get a reform change somewhere or other. Mark my word, some kind of policy reform law change is gonna happen. I can actually guarantee you that. Us, on the other hand, we got videos, we don't got no video, we just know eight people dead. You got videos. Nope, we got people losing their whole life on video. At the hand, not even a terrorist. Not even a terrorist. Not even a random act of terror from the fucking police. The police who are the biggest terrorists of this land. Okay? That's just what I, I, I said what I said. I said it. That's how I feel. I feel like it ain't really my place. Just like when them clowns were storming the Capitol. I got something to say. I got nothing to say. Camille has zero to say. And the black folks, you probably should follow my lead on the zero to say. I'm watching this unfold. And we'll see what it, where it takes you. I, I don't feel like overly compelled to be involved. I don't. I'm sure that, you know, it's a little controversial. Because I've spoken to folks and people are like, are you serious? I am. But, um, yeah, that's how I feel. Period. Yeah, that's awesome. So, y'all in the comments, what y'all doing? Because <laughs> I want to know. I, I mean, I'm open to different perspectives, but I just feel like we got our own shit, and our shit is not even resolved. Like, we, we got our own shit still going on, and we still, we still here. Like, I don't, I don't think that it's my job to take on the the rest of it, it's like, I, I don't, I don't wanna, it's not what I wanna do, yeah, so, that's all I have about that, like, yeah, definitely not my lead interest at this point, okay, anyway, so now on to something a little more lighter, entertaining, reality real, okay, so what we're gonna talk about today is a show that I've been watching for a minute, and I have been, actually, I've been watching this show since it first came out, and it's, like, in the, probably the second or third season, now, spoiler alert, like, so I, I'm not going all the way back, I hope that you guys have seen this show, if you haven't, it is on demand on own, it's called Love and Marriage Huntsville, don't ask me what season it's in, you just watch them all, okay, so now, what I want to talk about is Melanie Hope and Martel Hope. That couple right there, but let me let me take it for a minute. Melanie Hope is a beautiful woman who loved this man who she thought was extremely attractive. 
and she really loved him, and she sacrificed a lot of herself and her life for him. They got four children. He has cheated on her for at least, she's been married 13 years. Martel is suspected to be, have been cheated more than half of her marriage. And those sheets she knew about. She knew about, she, she forgave him. Knew about it, forgave him. Nobody forgave it. He has been in one singular cheating relationship, an overlapping relationship while in their marriage for at least almost three plus years. Now, this season, the girl is pregnant. So I guess the baby was Melanie saying, oh, I'm not doing this. But now the girl is pregnant. But this is the thing what I'm saying. Ladies, we have to stop. We got to stop accommodating these men, letting them feel like they could do whatever the fuck they want to us because we're going to be sitting there, oh, it's for the kids, oh, it's for the this, oh, it's for the business, oh, it's for that. Let me tell you something. It's not worth it because at the end of the day, all them forgives, she gave, all them babies she kept having, forgiving babies, forgiveness babies, and now you here, a single mother of four. You're still going to be a single mother of four. Okay? When you got pregnant over that, over that last cheat, I'm saying to myself, Melanie, why are you even sleeping with a man who's such a fucking cheating bastard in a community, in a relationship with a woman? You think he's losing a condom with that other woman? You're gonna put your body and your and your and your and your child, potential child at risk by sleeping with him. He is a cheater. And now you know, ding ding ding, he haven't been sleeping with this lady unprotected because now she's pregnant. And now you sitting up here with a whole, a whole under one baby when you could have been footloose and fancy free with the three you got. Why do that? And I get it. Babies are a blessing, all of that. But listen, at the end of the day, you got to, come on, we got to open our minds and think too. So now you up here, I'm watching you getting out the car. You struggling down at the pumpkin patch. You struggling, got a baby holding on one time. She ain't nothing but one pound. All these other kids running around. You trying to go on a freaking pumpkin patch by yourself and you almost could barely do it. But why do this? Because you want to be married. You want this man. You want this union so bad. No, it's not worth it. And guess what Martel feel? Martel don't give a shit. Martel don't got no remorse. Martel thinks that she, sh she, he feels like it is her job to take him back. That's how Martel feels. What do you mean we get a divorce? We're married. We got these kids. But he still want to be out. He still, the lady pregnant and everything. He still want to be out with the lady and have this lady and have this lady at home too. These niggas got audacity. But see, y'all feed this. Y'all feed it because let me tell you something. Melanie, yet again, nice looking lady. She's a thin girl. You know, a slim girl. Nice looking, always looking beautiful, you know, all that. You put up with this nigga shit like this, and now you out here looking like a fool. The audacity of these niggas. They will try you constantly. It's not okay. And I just feel so bad. I don't feel bad for her, but I feel bad for the situation. Because Martel is such a fucking jerk. He's like, and then they trying to, one of the friends bring them together to have a little, quote unquote, come to Jesus moment, try to see if they can reconcile. First of all, I think Melanie, one thing about a woman, Melanie's done. Because the baby, done, done. If that girl wasn't pregnant, or, God forbid, something happens to that pregnancy, I I, I might think that Melanie makes us to take it back. I, I promise you. She has not required anything of Martel. 
She has not done. Martel has ignored her. Get rid of this lady. Don't have her call your phone. Don't do this. Don't do that. Ignored. Whole lady got a full baby now. Pregnant. Sleeping with you. Why he sleeping with her? It's unbelievable. So then my thing is, so they there, they friends who went through an infidelity, I'm assuming one, going to try to mediate to them because they claim, oh, they're such a good couple. I want them to be together, whatever, right? So Martel going to say, oh, because the girl is satisfying me. Bruh, really? This is what you say when you're trying to come and reconcile and get this lady, I guess, some kind of try to get her back? You keep saying that? Let me see you how angry, what's her name, Melanie was. She threw an open glass across it. She almost got him in the face. If his ass wouldn't have moved, that glass would have hit him in the fucking face. A little bit of me wish that hit him in the face. Because he need a hit in the face. Because he's ugly. Yeah, he think he's so fucking cute. Big muscle head, pointy Dr. Spock ears. He think he cute. Ain't no nigga that cute. That's another thing. Y'all be putting up with bullshit. He's so cute. He got tattoos. He got a beard. He got this. He got this. Fuck him. He treat you like shit? Uh-uh. That, y'all can have that. That That's for me? It's a no for me. That kind of behavior? Who who cares if you cute? Who cares if you're attractive when you in a fucking community? That's, that's your husband on paper, but he out here in the street. And let me tell you another thing. Melanie, one thing about Melanie, though, I will give her this. She not a fool. Melanie knew this was coming about two years ago. Melanie started separating them assets, moving that money around. She's a boss because they still got their marital house. Melanie went and bought a whole house out. She bought a house, moved all kids out, going. She out. Martel, like, where you going, where you live? She like, I'm leaving. I don't live with you. She like, wow, I got my own house. I like that she did that. However, I think that Melanie needs to get working on this divorce because Martel is dragging his feet. But see, the, the biggest mistake that she's going to make is that Martel is going to drag his feet. And this girl is going to, um, sorry, and this girl is going to, um, get, you know, start suing them for child support while they marry. And see, now Melanie got to get out of this marriage before this shit happens. She got to. She got to. Because then, you know, marital, marital, um, once that baby get here, it's a marital income. So she could get child support based on the marital income or whatever. So that's why I think that Melanie is rushing this, um, this divorce as she should. Yeah, so I don't know. That whole thing is a whole mess. But we'll, re- we'll revisit that one because that's going to be more and more to talk about. Hello, hello, folks. It's so good to be back. We've had a little bit of a upgrade situation. So that's what we're going to do. I want to say, first of all, welcome to Candid Convos with Cam. Cam is me. I'm your host. And I'm so happy to have you guys tune in. Um. Just want to give a little background. I am starting this podcast over from literally the from scratch because I had recorded, I had an, uh, a previous podcast, and I literally can tell you, I don't know what happened. The whole thing, all of my recordings, all of my work, it was erased somehow, and then there was nowhere for it to be restored. But 
I'm positive. I'm positive about it because maybe it was meant for me to start fresh, start new, change up the name, change up the game. So, like I said, my previous podcast was called Convos with Cam. This is called Candid Convos with Cam. So, just letting you know the nature of what how we do on this show. It's going to be candid, really real talk on here. So, if you are um, shocked easily, you know, maybe cover your ears or something like that. But it's going to be nothing but loads of fun. So, with that said, we're going to have little segments in the show. And one of the the, um, segments I'm going to start with is what's current. What's current segment is basically what's trending, what's in the news, what's going on. Then we'll have like reality reels. That's another segment, which is discussion of like social issues. So like not social issues, but mostly social media, (laughs) social media issues, different reality shows and, you know, all of that stuff. So, um. For what's current, we're going to start with, I know I am super late, but it's okay because it is still trending and it is still an issue, the Meghan Markle interview with Oprah Winfrey. (sighs) Oh my God, it's so, so much to say, but then there's not, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like the part where she said, first of all, Oprah gets a... Oscar nom for her reactions because the memes on those things are everything. With the hands up when she asked about the kid have what color the kid is gonna be and what Oprah put her hands up. I love that. But um I don't know. I feel like Meghan Markle she identifies as a black woman. And I feel like she says that she's never done any research or anything on the royals before she started to date. Harry, I don't know, she was a woman about town, pretty smart woman, educated, got a nice little career going, I'm not sure that she knew absolutely nothing about Prince Harry, but if she did, that was her bad, because for her to get connected in that family, it's like, sounds like the life, the the perfect life, oh my god, I'm gonna be a princess, like, oh my god, this is gonna be great, but my thing is, you know, the royal family, and, and they're, they're pretty race, like, they've always been a little bit of a racial undertone, or, like, a little bit of a, um, they elitist, that's the word I'm gonna say, um, they are obviously extremely elitist, like, even, they even have issues with Americans, so, like, I'm thinking, you're, why would you not think that, um, they're gonna have an issue with you because you're black, I don't know, they barely like Americans, and they really don't like Americans. They speak really poorly of Americans. Like, uh, it's even it's Americans. Like, it's weird. So, but I don't know. But then Mary, M- Megan comes, her, with her black self and her blackity black family, her dad, her mom, blackity black black. And they're like, oh, no, Harry, what are you doing? Harry, I don't know. He's always been like, I guess, uh, kind of like the black sheep. He always kind of did his thing. Um took his time, he didn't rush to marriage or whatever, and now he finds her and get married, I don't know, the whole thing is a mess, and I know the world is ready to blame Meghan Markle for the disruption in the elitist, racial, misogynistic, um, 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 organization, which is the royal family, but 
I mean, I feel like people only get mad when they, they want what they got going on to stay the way it's going. They don't want the secrets out. They want people who are going to come in there and be happy to be there like, yes, massa, and conform. Meghan Markle's like, mm, I'm used to being free, so I don't know what this institution y'all got here. She wasn't with the shits, and I, I feel like good for her, because one thing about a black lady, black woman, you can't keep us down. We ain't about to put up with the shits for so long until we figure out what's really going on. Then we be like, uh, we out. But, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like she was like, she had no idea. I thought that was odd. But then I'm not surprised. Like, everybody's like, oh, my God, they had issues about the color of the baby. Um, Didn't we all? Didn't we all wonder how that thing was going to mix up? Because Megan is like a fairer. She's fairer, way fairer of a black woman. But her mom, her mom is light brown skin. Her dad as well. So, I was like, damn, if the baby turned out like the mother, oh my God, they going to lose their mind. Just because that's just normal thoughts when you when you see a couple, a biracial couple, especially in that magnitude, when she's the first black person who has walked the steps of the royal family home and compound. Why is that? It's a reason. They they telling you what it's supposed to be. That's why they structure your life out for you. But then Harry took the um the leap or whatever. And oh boy, they done they was they was willing to kill Harry, take him out of um, you know, it's just crazy. Take him away from the security. The whole thing was crazy. I was like, damn, that was like get out. Or the Twilight Zone. I call everything the Twilight Zone. But anyway. But, um, yeah, it was really unfortunate. And then they're going to say just because whoever, because she never said who's in charge, she says the the institution. So the institution just going to make up, oh, your son won't be a prince. Based on what? Isn't that his birthright to be a prince? Oh, we just not going to do it this time because it's your son. So what am I supposed to feel? I'm the only black person here. And all of a sudden, when I get here, get married and have a baby, my son is the son who don't get the birthright. We just started that today in 2021. So is that obvious? This is very obvious, but I don't know why people are like, oh my God, um, oh, like what is, what's the surprise? It's obviously they don't want the little boy to be a prince because he's black. Then that will open up the door for other black people to be incorporated into the family. They don't want that shit. But you see the way they're trying to throw Harry ass away now that he's incorporated with this black woman. They, this is her. These people hold grandson and son. They like fuck you, get out. Cut your security, cut your money, get the fuck out. This is your kid. These are your. This is your kid and your grandson. And you like up. You want to go with this black lady up by? Really? But people want to be surprised. People are racist to their core, and some people. They believe what they believe so long without anything to warrant it. They don't even really even know they're racist. So it, it's just crazy. And it's just like anything that goes along with whatever they've been doing for so long, if they if they understand what they're doing or not, they're still going to go along with it because that's how they're taught. So it's, it's really stupid. Like, and it's really ignorant. And it's really sad. But the majority of the white world is set up like that. And if people want to say, oh, everything's not racist, eh, most things are. So that's it. So, you know, trying to think. 
they 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 got people, mad people now coming up on a compound trying to get on. They trying to they trying to get them killed. Is what they really trying to do. Y'all don't see what happened to Diana. My thing, if I was her, bitch, you don't gotta know nothing about the royal family, but it's Google. Google Princess Diana. What the fuck happened to her? Why would you? I would be like Harry. You cool and all, but I'm good. Cause y'all ain't about to kill me. So I mean, I think that Megan. I mean, I do one thing. I can't say they really in love. They are really in love now. They two kids in. I don't know what the future holds for that. Cause if it it was me, I would be like Megan. You need to take you. Y'all need to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to. That's going to be such a stressor and hindrance on their life. And see, another thing is, Megan lived a regular life. Well, semi-regular life. Harry don't know anything but being rich and having access. So now he said on the interview, "I'm using the mo- my money my mother gave me because he down to his last coin to that, you know, in a way." I don't think that separate the 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 financial restraint that comes with separating themselves from that powerful expensive no not expensive wealthy organization i don't know if harry can do it i don't know because he's lived his entire life in sheer and utter luxury anything you want at your fingertips anything you need anything you can have I don't know if he's going to be able to take this little quote-unquote broke love, especially in this world with these two kids with Megan and make this thing work. I don't know. I wish him the best because they really do seem in love, but I think it's going to be too traumatic and too much to for them to stay married. I just I just don't think they're going to be able to stay married and happy, especially with two children, financial, you know, financial strains. I don't know. I'm I'm rooting for them, but I do understand if it don't. I do understand if it doesn't work out. But I'm rooting for them. I wish them the best. Um, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Yeah, but that was crazy how they told her when she was like, I feel like I'm gonna kill myself. They was like, Oh well, ain't nothing we could do about that. That right there, unbelievable. Unbelievable. But them some ruthless motherfuckers, you hear me? Talking about the lady is telling you she's having depression and wants to kill us up. They're like, oh, well, we can't do nothing about that right now. Wow. So, you know, and they real, they still very mature and, and, and professional because they ain't dropped not one name in that joint. Not one. Me? So, you treat me like that? My children, my husband, I'm telling the story and I'm getting paid for it. Who got the highest bidder to hear what I gotta say in call names in the um in the interview? Let's do that. But see, also too, you gotta be careful because you drop that, they gonna try to kill you. I don't know. Now that I think about that, you got kids now. I don't know. That's true. So I don't know. That whole situation is a bit of a mess. It really is. And I wish them the best. You see, they didn't even do the interview at their house because they know the they know the vibe. Because they know. Them royals, they like killers. They gangsters. So I don't know. But yeah, Megan and Harry, I wish y'all the best. But honey, that's too much stress. Y'all might need to figure out something else to do. 
that's all on that. So, um, let's see what else I got here. Yeah, so, you know, these bastards with these stimulus checks, I am so disgusted. You hear me? Disgusted and embarrassed to literally be black right now. Because, you know, we always got to say that people treat us this way, they do this, they do that. That's true. However, the stereotypes and the shit that they get about us, it ain't just fall out the sky. A lot of that shit is stuff that's real. What they see, what it is, it's disgusting. Black people, we have to normalize having money, being able to save money, put money away, have homes, have ownership, have businesses, have things. So we not so ready to do a fucking tap dance when the government give us a couple of dollars. It's really disgusting. Like, you ain't never had nothing before. Fourteen fucking hundred dollars, that ain't shit. Fourteen hundred dollars ain't shit. And half of y'all get to get the fourteen hundred dollars and spend it on frivolous bullshit in a couple months, you won't even know where it went. So, it's just like, Y'all doing all this extra shit for this stimulus? It's so annoying. You know, I had my moment because I was like, damn, it would be nice to get a stimulus because who don't, you know, it would be nice I could put it away, do something or whatever. But obviously, according to my, my income, well, my husband's income is zero on the stimmy, right? Which is fine because I thank God. God is good. We are abundantly blessed. And I'm thankful. So, I mean, I had my moment, but then me and my husband was talking. I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm good. I'm good. We good. I don't want for nothing. I don't need nothing. We got everything we need. God is abundantly blessing us, and I'm thankful. But like I was saying, I think that's a great gesture of the government. Well, I, I don't know if it's a gesture or not. I think it's all politics because they're only giving the people $1,400 and $1,400 per child. But at the end of the day, the bill is a trillion-dollar budget. So a lot of these businesses is, you know, getting a lot of this money on the down low. A lot of these corporations is getting this money on the down low. So it ain't just for the poor people. It's for them too. But anyway, that's a whole nother story and a whole nother show. I'm not getting into that. But I was saying all that about the stimulus to say this. In the news, I think it was yesterday, there was a story about a man who killed four people, including a seven-year-old child, because he wanted the um his child's mother stimulus. So this girl had a baby with the guy who the, the murderer. Um, she had, I think, four children. The last child she had with him, who was six months. He didn't even killed his own fucking child. He killed another child, her seven-year-old. So what happened is. She was getting, I guess, income taxes and the stimulus. Obviously, he knows she got more than one kid. Obviously, he's counting up how much money she getting. He calls her on some, I need to get that. I need that stimulus for our child. She says, mm, nah, you don't take care of our child solely. I take care of our child solely. I'm going to keep that stimulus for myself. He was like, yeah, but I need that. He was like, I need, I, I believe the story says he was acting for 600, 50%, which was $700. So she was like, no, no, no. But eventually, 
they were saying that she agreed to $450. And he was like, nah, I'm going to need, I guess, the 700 So she was like, I can't do that for you. And I guess he was like, he told, he said, I'm going to get this money. And then, lo and behold, his crazy crackhead ass, I'm sure, then came back, came back, shot her. She didn't die. Shot her mother. Killed her, shot and killed her mother. Shot and killed her cousin. Shot and killed a seven-year-old child. And shot and killed her brother. So he basically killed her whole fucking family. Her whole fucking family. Her mother, her brother, her cousin, and her child. In one of her kids. He shot her. She didn't die. In the six-month-old, after he shot all of them, he takes the six-month-old to his sister's house and say, I just killed everybody. What in the fucking insane asylum is going on here? Really? For $700? Sir, for $700? You took a baby's life and four people for se- Yo, I like I'm so disgusted with the, the 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 ways of the world. It's not even funny. We we the people, we the black people, we gotta do better. Cause this is some bullshit. So first of all, let me just start here. I'm sure if you got a six-month-old baby with a nigga and y'all already broke up, he ain't shit. Okay, the, the ladies, we got to do better with who we picking, making these babies with any and everybody. This is bullshit because obviously this man sounds like a drug addict or an insane person. This is what this man sounds like. Off the cuff. He sounds unwell. That's how he sounds. He sounds like on some kind of drugs, on some kind of fucking K2 on some heroin, some bum, I could see right now, probably some bummy, dusty-ass nigga that's standing on the corner. Disgusting. You you fully broke up, okay? Non-cohabitating, and your baby only six months? Yeah, you a bitch at, you ain't no, you ain't no good. And my thing is, now, you just, you done killed up this lady whole family for $700? <sighs> Yo, I don't even know what to say about that. But like once again, this is the this was spirals stupid behavior. Y'all, the stimulus checks, the memes, the whole thing is annoying at this point. It's real it's it's annoying at this point. What will happen if you ever really get something? If you ever really get something, what the fuck will you do? Black people are the only people who gotta do all the extra shit. Like, why you just can't be chill? Chill the fuck out. Always want to be showy. Everybody timelines. Oh, at the club, drinking, got a bottle, all that. Y'all stimulus money. That's what y'all spending it to do. Stupidness. This is still a pandemic. Three, okay, six months from now, those, those jobs still ain't going to be open. What are y'all going to do? This unemployment is a wrap. These little bailout plans, these are not for the poor. These bailout plans are for the entrepreneurs and the rich. That's what that's what the bailout is for. It ain't for y'all. Everybody got a brand new car. Everybody got a brand new car. What do you call it? Um, Cartier bracelets, Chanel bags, Birkin bag. Everybody got all right. Do that. 
But I hope y'all doing something when it's when it's time for the shit getting ready to be a rainy day, cause this it, the rain is not done. Y'all think, oh, we go y'all better be putting this money away, because the job market garbage, garbage. All y'all buying these houses, taking these horrible loans, can't afford it. Job insecurity. Jobs are not secure. Things are not. The only jobs that's secure right now, grocery store, food administration jobs, healthcare jobs, hospitals, healthcare, therapy jobs. Those are the only, and that's the only jobs that are secure. Hospital, medical field, mental health. Those are the only secure jobs. So y'all better chill the fuck out. But anyway, I'm done with that. But that was really disgusting. And it really made me really say, you know, it's really sad that this is the world that we live in that people gotta act like this. People shoot up people for seven hundred dollars. Remember these remember the animals? Remember y'all animals were shooting up people for Popeye chicken sandwiches. Remember that? That wasn't too far ago. That was right before the pandemic fucking hit. Y'all need to go to... Let me see something. The people need the Lord. People need Jesus. Like they say to come to Jesus, people need to come to Jesus. Because the this the people out here are fucking believable. I mean it. I don't know, y'all. But... Also, on another note, fucking crazy-ass white people, they got a story this morning about a 21-year-old fucking white hillbilly-looking, cap-wearing, um, 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 what you call it, um, camouflage jacket, pickup truck driving, fucking Trump supporter, bastard, killed up, killed eight Asian, eight, eight Asian people went to three massage parlors and shot up the massage parlors. And they talking about the um the deputy on TV going to talk about he had a bad day yesterday. I bet, what, huh? A bad day? Oh, okay. That's the excuse y'all give me. Let me see something. White people who, who share the same, the same like the same values, they will put, they will take up for each other, even when the shit is pure and utter insanity. They're gonna stand up for each other because they believe in that shit to their core. This man, this was a hate crime. This is not oh shy kill. This was a hate crime. This is terrorism in America to go and shoot somebody up for their skin color like they fucking do us. This is a hate crime. And for you to have the audacity to give an excuse saying he had a bad day, not fucking acceptable. Unacceptable. But see, that's what I'm talking about. When other people believe the same thing, they're going to go for each other because it's this that, that, that hate that they share, like fucking Sharon Osbourne. You see... Oh, standing up for Pierce Morgan. Why are you standing up for Pierce? Pierce Morgan is a overt racist. Overt racist. You're going to feel a need to take and then going to claim she had a fucking meltdown. Cheryl Underwood only asked her 
what would you say to those who 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 would question that you are support you you are potentially by coming to his aid supporting a racist she had crying tears f bombs everything oh no not me teach me do this do that bruh why is all of that unnecessary because you felt like oh shit oh shit the jig is up did i did i, I must have said something they, they they know i'm racist too oh my god oh my god i got black friends that's what happened it was no need she's now a victim crying the whole show instead of the show doing the right fucking thing you know what they do go on hiatus wow isn't that wonderful instead of the show putting out a statement saying this is not something that we condone we are all inclusive we support everybody. We don't support anybody who support racist agenda. Not that. They took the show on hiatus. Unbelievable. Still to this day, after everything, all, it's been years, 400 plus. Same shit. Same shit. Unbe- the show went on hiatus. You didn't say, oh, Sharon Osbourne. She has taken time off. She has to get herself together. She didn't. She misspoke. She have a statement. She did a duck. Nothing. Take the whole show off. Cause God forbid you make a statement. And I think that show is on CBS. CBS is one of the most racist ass um um channels ever. Unbelievable. Now she going through hyperventilating, doing all of this dumb shit. Oh, y'all gotta teach me something. I think she said something about she needs to be taught. I don't got time to teach you. It's hard enough being black in America. I'm not a teacher. You want to learn about racism? Go talk to people. Go figure that out. You're a very rich, grown woman. You can figure it out. You don't need to learn about racism, bitch. You know racism. You're a racist. You know it well. What am I teaching you? Mm -mm. Have your black friends teach you something. I'm not teaching you. When people come with that bullshit, oh, I don't know no better. Teach me. Uh Uh-uh. Fuck out of here. Everybody got to learn how to know better. You don't know? Google. It's a fuck. We're the library. The library is nice and clear now. You want to learn some shit? Go to the library. I'm not teaching you. That's not my job. I got enough jobs. My job is to keep your ass in line when you pushing it. After that, you on your own. Say this some more. The fucking racial and, and, and bullshit and the propaganda still alive and well. Still alive and well. So all you know, all in what's current, that's what's current, y'all. Oh my God, that is too much. I can't. It's really, it's really exhausting living in America. Cause living being black in America, it's exhausting. It's like to the point you don't even got the energy to talk. Like you don't got the energy to even stand up sometimes for the things you believe in. Cause it's like the the people with the oh my god did, what is that re- oh i didn't know like you are not you're not serious i do not believe anybody who says i don't know that this person's being treated unfairly and and sharon osborne she's the mother of that little bastard daughter 
What's that daughter? The the daughter, the daughter, Osborne daughter, I forgot her name. Little Trevor one used to look like a fucking little pig. Huh. She gets on Donald Trump. I, she was on a show too. Made a statement. Oh, Donald Trump um can't ban Mexicans in the border. Who's gonna clean his toilets? What you just said out your mouth out loud? Well, I meant, mm-mm, you meant what you said. Unbelievable. So, I mean, where the fuck else you think she got it from? And you know Ozzy, his crazy ass, he can't even talk. But he's a, a non-talking racial bastard as well. I'm sure of it. Period. So, they all been taught that bullshit. Probably from the UK and all the places they from. That's what, because they big and heavy on that. They the most nasty, rude, cruel, disgusting, um, um, uppity, nasty people you ever want to see. Classes people. And they ain't shit. Period. But anyway, so enough about that. I, this thing done got me upset. I can't be bothered. But let's talk about something a little bit more, um, I guess, calm, child. Um, do a little segment of Reality Reels. Um, so now my shows that I am currently obsessed with, obviously, is Married at First Sight Season 12. I'm so mad because I used to have so much commentary on this show that got deleted. But you gotta let it go, Camille. Okay, let it go, Camille. Okay. So, um, you starting afresh. So, I guess I can give a little recap of what happened last show, I hope I can remember because listen, I can't remember anything anymore but um, it was Married at First Sight, season 12 let's start with um, Paige agreed right to meet with um, what's his name the, one of the pastors okay, so the pastor's friend no the friend I'm I am blanking here. Um, what am I saying? Chris. Chris's pastor wanted to meet with Paige, right? So Paige took a meeting with him because obviously you know that Chris is with his baby mom and they're having supposed to be in, you know, embarking on a new rela- a re-relationship or whatever the case. So, um, Paige takes a meeting with. Chris's pastor, which I thought was very suspect, sounds and feels like camera time needed, very, I'm watching you, because it was really weird, because you, why are you on here, sir, trying to be seen, obviously, because you are, you, you are similar to Chris, so y'all about that, watch me, watch me, I was annoyed by it. She went and sat across from the pastor, the pastor was inappropriate, because he was like, oh, because, I mean, Paige had alluded to the fact that she don't even believe the lady is pregnant because every time the girl goes to the doctor, they don't got no sonograms. It's this, it's this long, it's that long, this, that, and the third. So she made an allusion to the fact that the girl might even be pregnant. So then the press is like, oh, wow, you know, I really even thought about that because if she's not pregnant, then he's going to be like, oh, I should have stayed with Paige. And I already told him, you are a jewel. He should have been with you. But you're messy. Why are you in this? And my thing is, don't you know Chris for all his life? Do you think that that's what he wants you to do, this extra talking up on this show? Or you're trying to find you a show to be on, right? Sidebar, it's another thing. It's a lot of Teslas. People don't... 
What did Tesla have a sale? Because I don't see in the last couple of days, I swear I see about five Teslas. Okay, anyway, so back to what I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, I didn't like that. The whole end of the conversation was stupid. They, they didn't come to no conclusion. It was crazy. So then after all of that, um, Paige is a call from Chris, of course, Mr. I love camera time because he's a clown. Oh, let's meet up. Let's talk. Paige, dumb, desperate, ready to meet up and talk. At this point, what are we talking about? He has chose his baby mom over you thousand times. He called you ugly on TV thousand times. What else do we got to talk about, in my opinion? Nothing. But what they think, they think different. All right, fine. So now she goes, takes a meeting with this fool. He gets up there smiling, laughing, fiddling around in the chair like a kid, like a little kid. It was so disgusting. I'm looking at her like, how do you even think this is attractive? This is so unattractive. He's like a little boy, a little boy child. It's It was like really annoying. I'm like, she think this is cute. Whatever. So he like, oh, once again, starts off. Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I got to be my baby. Why are we here? Why are we here if this is the same thing you're saying? Then he like, oh, I don't want to mess up because what if you the one and I mess up? Bro, you got to make a decision. You have had a lot of time. Not that it's in his, it's up to him to make the choice, but Paige has made it. The ball is in his court. Whatever he says, she'll go with it. Because if he say to her, I want to be with you, she'll jump right on it. So key, key example, ladies, don't be this girl. Don't be this girl, because this really, this is not the girl to be. She literally got no power at this point in desperate. So, he sits up there, so still going back and forth. So, she gets mad because, once again, I don't like my time wasted. You love your time wasted, because all he does is waste your time. So, she goes to the producers, another part I didn't like. She's like, oh, well, he not saying nothing. He playing around. So, he, she, she, the producer says, go to him and tell him, we sick of playing, it seems like you playing, we are not going to be together, you go do what you got to do, and end it. What does Paige do? The absolute opposite is what they told her to do. She goes over there, oh, he's like, I want to reset, I want to restart and start over, my name is Chris, and she's like, my name is Paige, with that lazy eye and that overly big smile sometimes, that could be annoying. Paige. Girl, stop. You're going to give him yet another chance to play in your face and have you out here looking extra crazy. To you, that makes sense. I don't understand why. But according to you, that makes sense. And that's so sad that that makes sense to you. It's really, really crazy. So now, they resetting. What does reset mean? All it means is Chris want to roll around with your ass a little bit more. And you want to roll too. Paige want to roll around too. And you just going to be there with your vagina, being used up, looking lonely, and still alone. Because Chris is not choosing you. I, even if it, I don't even think there is a baby. I think that Chris texted her and said, come up with something to get me out of this shit. I promise you. That's what I think. And I think when the girl got there and figured out him and Paige would be having unprotected sex since they met, the game changed. I don't, listen, that's my thoughts. We will find out. 
But me personally, I do not think that girl is pregnant. I think Chris was like, I don't like this girl. Come save me. Get me out of this. That's what I think. Period. So then, so that's it with them. We're going to see when it's, and then she's agreed to get another meeting to this episode tonight. Don't ask me. I don't know what's getting going with that. Because that's going to be another set of a mess. But whatever. So now, Vincent and Brianna. Um, most mixed race couple. Vincent is Dominican. Brianna is African American. So, I said before, Vincent is worrying me a little bit. Because they like 80% perfect. 20% is something else. Vincent worries me because I look at how he, he's like an angry person or something on the low. And I don't know what it is quite. I don't quite know what it is. He got this shutdown thing he does. He gets real crazy. Like real weird. And then he just popped back. Maybe it's bipolar. I don't know. He don't seem bipolar. But I don't know. It's something. So now, perfect example. Vincent and Brianna, they done crossed the, thresh, the threshold of saying, I love you. Vincent said it to her. She said it back. I don't know. I feel like it feel real. I feel like that. I think that when people are there for you, when you in a real time of need, it can build heavy feelings and it could be feel similar or be really, really heavily on its way to love. Vincent's grandmother had a real major medical thing happen to her. And Brianna was like, yes, baby, whatever you need to do. She had his back. And I think that he's not had that before. And I think that that caused him to feel deeper feelings for her. Do I think they're in love? I don't know. I don't think so. But they're very close to, they really, really, really in like. So if they want to call it love, that's on them. They married. That's what they want to do. Fine. So now, what happened? Okay. So this, uh, Brianna comes home. He buys her a bike. So, apparently, on the day that they got married, they was talking. Vincent was like, he rides a bike. So, he brought Brianna a bike as a surprise. That was cute. I like that. I felt like that made... that He was listening to her. That's a very good quality in a man. That's one of the qualities my husband have, and I love that. He listens to me. And not for nothing, obviously. I'm a talker. So, my thing is, sometimes I'm saying things. Am I always listening to what I'm saying? Sometimes... I don't know. He'll pick up something that I said. I'll be like, he'll be like, oh, didn't you say you wanted a, um something? I'm like, oh, yeah, didn't I say that? He'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's so cool. You you actually heard that. or You act, you know what I'm saying? So I love that quality. That's a really good quality to have in a man. That's a thoughtful quality. That makes you feel seen. That makes you feel heard. So that's a good quality. Check that off, fellas. So, um, yeah, so I thought that was a cute gesture. She seemed to really enjoy it. It was cute. Nice little moment. So, in a true, real boss bitch, wife type of way, if your man treats you good, you better treat that man good. So, what happened is, she went and got him some dance lessons, a cute little date night. It was nice. Took him to get dance lessons. They get to the dance school. They supposed to learn the salsa. Now, I'm still trying to figure out if, she was getting him the salsa to help him learn something different or she was getting him the salsa because she thought that's what he danced that was his 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 um cultural dance 
one thing about me from Brooklyn, I know Puerto Ricans is the salsa, and that bachata is the um Dominicans. So you can't mix that up. They serious about it. So they get there. Obviously, I'm assuming Vincent don't really know. Vincent Dominican, I don't know. That ain't his native dance. So he was having a hard time learning that salsa, right? So he was getting frustrated. He was a little sweaty and hot. Because one thing about Vincent, when he get hot, he get angry. I can attest. Because when I'm hot, I can get a little angry too. So I understand. So he got there and started acting weird. Like, she was like, you are right? He was like, no, nah, I want to get the fuck out of here. And all of this crazy thing. Like, it was crazy. She was like, what's wrong? And she did all the right things. Like, trying to support him, but he was being, like, really cold and kind of, like, a little, like, snippy. And I was like, Vincent, whatever the fuck you got going on, you better go get you some help for it. Because let me tell you one thing about Brianna. She like you. She ready to be married. She ready to be in a relationship. But one thing about her, as a black woman, period, she got walls. Them walls is all the way up. If you don't, if your walls are down now, but if you keep up this bullshit you got going on, walls all the way up. I can promise you that. That's fact. True story. So she, he better get or be able to put into words whatever it is he going through because she not going to put up with the bullshit for a long period of time. So he better figure out how to work through them things he got going on because Brianna's not going to put up with it. I already know that. So he got to work on that. He, he's like got, got a low-key angry person or some kind of something goes on. He changes. I don't know if that is. That's very scary because let me tell you something. They are one of my top couples. I like them. But that little streak of um Vincent, I don't like. I don't like that at all. So I don't know what it requires, but he going to have to do something because that shit right there he got going on, that ain't cool. And don't nobody want to deal with that bullshit. That's crazy. So, um, yeah, I don't know about them. I'm, I'm re-watching real hard this week because... I was saying, oh, maybe they don't have a little. They need, they need a counselor, because whatever. Or no, they both fight. For the marriage, they need a counselor, and Vincent needs somebody to talk to to find out why he got all that stuff going on. Because he got a lot of stuff going on with the mood swings and all that shit. I don't know what's going on with that, but that's not cool. So, um, on to the next. So who do we got left? What is her name? Clara and Ryan. Clara and Ryan. All right. As I stated before, Clara and Ryan are not going to make it without a mediator. They need a mediator and a therapist. Let me tell you why. Ryan is a regimented man. He does what he does at the same time, at the same, he eats the same food. He go to bed at the same time. He does the same. He's a routine, regimented man. He is not bendable at all. At first, I thought, oh, that's, you know, people got their routine. But his routine is new level. He, he not budging. That's the routine, period. And see, the one thing, that's going to be a problem because Clara is a free spirit. She said, hey, woo, ha, hoo, ha, Mm-mm. She not a with that. First of all, Ryan is also very, um, okay, so let me give you the backstory. Clara is a ultra-blonde white lady, ultra-blonde, bubbly white lady. One of the things her claim to fame is she's obsessed with love. She falls in love with anybody. 
which I hate that she says that it's very aggravating to be that person. Like, you can't love everybody. You can't be with, like, I don't like that. You got to have some kind of standard. You just can't do it. I don't know. She's into saying that. I date everybody. I love everybody. Whatever. So that's her thing. So she's like a quote-unquote free spirit, right? Ryan, on the other hand, he's black, but he's not like black, black. He's like skin folk and maybe a dash of kin folk, but not like 100% kin folk. So he got like a black. He's biracial, so I don't know who, which one of his parents is black, but he's very like went to white schools, like, got a lot of white friends, but then he'll have on a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. He's really one of those really mixy, right? So, yeah. So, he's into white women, which is fine. I don't got no judgment. So, he says he's dated both, but obviously his preferences, his preferences a white woman. So he got her. He claimed he was attracted to her when he saw her. She said she was very attracted to him. Now, the issue they having now, Clara, Miss Bubbly, oh my god, everything's so great. She got an attitude now. Because her and Ryan haven't had no sex. She's super sexually frustrated. She's starting to feel rejected that Ryan has not initiated any sex. So she's starting to get mad now. And before I was like, oh, now she pissed off. So now I think Ryan don't want to have sex with her because she he knows she's obsessed with being in love. Right? So I think he don't want to have sex with her because you know as soon as he has sex with her, she's gonna be like, Ryan, I love you. And he's gonna be like, I am not doing this. Ryan is not ready. Ryan is 30 years old. He's never said he loves anybody. There's something behind that, just in general. He And he seems super uncomfortable by the subject as well. It's not just, I, I, you know, I haven't found the one. He seems uncomfortable about even the discussion of falling in love. So that's a red flag. Red flag, red flag. Anybody see a red flag? I see a red flag right there. So it's very crazy. So now... I guess it's time to go on a date, date night or something like that, right? So he takes her because she apparently all she eats is donuts and sugar and fattening shit. And he's like a health buff. He drinks them shakes. He work out five times a day. He's that person. So this is can be more of a mess just in general. So then he he that's what he do. So now he takes her to a donut place because she loves donuts. A donut tasting. So now I ain't gonna lie to you. It was like 12 donuts on this plate. This girl bit and almost ate every single one of them. It's a little interesting. I thought it was weird. So she's eating them. He's just watching her eat them like, you gonna eat all that? You gonna eat all that? She's like, yeah, I love donuts. Uh, So she's like stuffing her face. Now you could tell he's becoming, it's not attractive to him. He don't like it because he's looking probably thinking, Bitch, you eating donuts like this further down the years, you gain some weight. Are you going to be a fat ass? That's what I think he was thinking when he was watching her eat all the taste all them donuts. But anyway, so um, so they doing that. So then he got his Black Lives Matter t-shirt on. So he's trying to find conversation with her because the conversation obviously is lacking. I think that 
his coping mechanism, Ryan don't listen. He li- he like to what's the word I want to say? He says the same three responses when Clara talks. Sure, sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Oh, it's the same thing. He says the same thing all the time. So that means obviously you're not listening to what she's saying. So and I mean she has a very high pitchy, annoying voice. It's very annoying. She's always like life at a party. Let's get drunk. He's very reserved, out the way, quiet. Let me get this book and let me sit down. So first of all, that whole thing right there. So then and then on top of that, she attracted. I'm sure she is putting herself out there. And he ain't biting. He not biting. She mad. So now, he says to her, you know, like, what are the things that drive you? What are you passionate about? And she's like, um, I don't know. I don't think about that every day. I'm like just living life. Like, I'm just eating donuts. Like, it's, I don't want to think. I don't think about stuff like that. Now, let me say this. This is an equal opportunity show. Everybody's loved here. We love all the people. Every kind of the people. All of the people. We love them here. But let me tell you something. This is where interracial, date, interracial dating, this is where these things come up. Okay? Because you're still a black man, even though you're a biracial black man. Obviously, you have some investment in the Black Lives Matter movement. Obviously, you have some feelings about it, right? You are black, so you already know when they see that tan in your skin, you got to do everything 50 times better to make it to make anything of yourself. You know the weight of the world, the struggles that's being defined, um, you know, of being um, defined as black. A black man. So you already know the struggles that come along with that and all of the burden that comes along with that. See, that's why you live like that. Oh, I'm determined. I'm this. I got a purpose. I can't just live and be out here. I got to do this. I got to do that. White people do not have the same purpose or the same plight. They don't have that plight on their, their shoulders every day. They can wake up and just be the person going to eat donuts today because that's all I want to do and that's all I got to think about. They have that privilege. We don't. So now you can't connect with somebody when they saying dumb shit like that and you trying to have a deep philosophical relationship, I mean, um, conversation with them. They don't even got a response for you. They stuffing their mouth saying, oh, I just eating donuts. So let's, that's one thing. I'm going to put a pin in that because I feel like that will return. I'm gonna, that's going to come back. So now if I'm in this situation with you together and you my husband and I believe that Black Lives Matter, am I going to let you wear your Black Lives Matter shirt on this camera without me so we won't look united? Are we? Okay, just a thought. Where's your Black Lives Matter shirt, girl? You ain't got one too? I thought you love everybody and you down for everybody. See the bullshit? Can't be bothered, but I'm going to leave that there. So now, like I said, them, they ain't going to work because this girl got a lot of say, to say. He don't got nothing to say. They got too many conflicts. They're not going to make it. He's not going to bend because he don't know how. He ain't bending because he don't know how. Not that he don't want to. 
He doesn't know how. He only know one way to live. Whatever happened to him in his life has regimented him to live the way he lives. That's it. Ain't nothing else coming from that. And Clara is not going to be happy with just that. It's not going to be. I feel bad for them. I feel bad for them. I do not think it's going to work. I think Ryan going to run. That's what I think. I think Ryan going to run. I do not think Ryan is going to choose to be married to Clara. We will see. But I, I do think that. Okay, who's next? Oh, my God, it's so many of them. Now, it, oh, Eric in Virginia. Eric in Virginia. Do, do, do. I don't, I mean, at first I thought it was a wrap. Doomsday, she's like 29. He's like 40. I was like, hell no. This is not going to work. And he's very structured, super American flag, conservative. Y'all know what that means. She's very want to get drunk, party all the time, party all the time, be drunk. She is an alcoholic, okay, Cause because the way that Virginia drinks, no one needs to drink that way. She does not need to drink that way. It is not conducive to someone who's trying to be somebody's wife. She stayed, she want to be in a, in a club. She had her husband meet, she got three male best friends, right? So... All her best friends, she gets drunk and stays at the house, like sleeps over. She wants to carry that behavior into her marriage. And I'm saying to myself, Virginia, this is not like a sleepover. Like, this is a whole marriage. Like, no, it don't go like that. You, you, that's immature. She's very childish. And another thing I said, she needs to see a therapist, no, a psychiatrist, because she has the most aggravated anxiety that I've seen in a while. She always fidgeting with her hands, fidgeting with her hair, fidgeting with her clothes. She's like, oh my God, oh my God. She, it's like this weird face she always has. She always has this weird smile. It's really bad. She needs to see something, somebody about that first and foremost before she do anything. She need to work on that. Secondly, she need to go to rehab. She got to stop drinking. So now he talking with her, it shows the things today, oh, if she don't want to have a, have a baby, that this is not going to be the relationship for her. Well, then this ain't going to be the relationship. Why would you even want to give somebody who is an alcoholic a baby? Virginia is the exact same person who will get the fuck up and leave the baby alone. She not doing that. First of all, she's going to be a pure tea candidate for postpartum depression. Because first of all, Virginia is not going to give up drinking for nine months. Period. It's not going to happen. Not. It is not going to absolutely not happening. She is not giving up drinking for nine months. And if she gets in a position and she does, she is going to resent that baby like no other. She's going to resent that baby. She's going to resent him because he's a pilot. And I don't know what she does. She got some little job somewhere. But he's a pilot. And he's he's 40. He want to have kids. He want to settle down. He want to be married. He want to do that. But that girl is still like a teeny bopper. She want to be outside at the club. So I don't know what's going on with them. So then apparently they, they in love. He tells her he love her. And she say, I love you too. That was different. I was a little like, wow, already? That seems... That seems pushed or forced or whatever. But 
I don't know. Um, then I don't know. Then he went away for a long period of time. That I don't I don't know. At one point I said that she was like she missed him. It looked like it could be a good relation. Maybe it could kind of morph into something. But nah, I don't think they're gonna work. Only because Virginia's gonna feel control. Like she's not a good communicator. He talks at her and she says okay. And I think that she don't she didn't have no father. And I think that it's a whole daddy issue thing. And I don't know. I think that Virginia needs to grow up. She needs to get some help for herself. Because I don't that's not a healthy relationship. It don't feel healthy to me. It don't feel right. There's something about it, it's just not right. And it's not just the age difference, even though that's quite an age difference. But I don't know, but they claim they're in love and they all happy because all they're doing now is eating, drinking, and fucking. That's all you do when you f- five weeks into a relationship. So the long haul, I don't see that long haul. I don't see it, but I might be wrong. We will see tonight what happened. And um, lastly, it is... Matter of fact, we're going to cancel them because I don't even remember their name. And they're really not that important in the, um, the um, show. And I actually want to see what they do tonight to see if I even want to give any commentary on them. But anyway, well, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate you. Anybody interested in making any comments, let me know. Thanks so much again, and we will talk later. Be blessed, guys.